Mike Dempsey here for Underdog Fantasy, where you just draft your team and Underdog handles the rest. And you can win big cash prizes. Go to underdogfantasy.com or the Underdog Fantasy app and sign up with code 1010XL. That's Underdog Fantasy. Use code 1010XL. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Coogan Nation. Time to rise and shine and start your day with Duval Sports Media Big Steppers. Dan Hickett. You know it! Jeff Proctor. It's a big deal. Gosh, it sure is a big deal. And E to the T. E.T. is in the booth. <laughs> rise and shine. Coogan's go time on a Monday morning. Welcome back to reality. Back to the work week as well. We we cheat a little bit on you today. Not going to lie. We are out at TPC Sawgrass. The beautiful palatial estate of the PGA Tour where it is Players Championship Media Day today. So um, I'll be sure to let you guys know how the course looks. How's that sound? Uh, meanwhile, we'll get you up and go on the weekend that was and uh, the important stretch that's that's coming up here on the calendar for a football team that's reeling. Meanwhile, the two teams that would be the opposite of reeling, although a very strange kind of narrative. I thought Sal Pal put it really good about the Super Bowl. And the way he phrased it, Sal Pal, a friend of the program, um, you know, the way he phrased it was was interesting. He says, I've covered, I don't know, whatever it was, 32 Super Bowls. And he said, I've never covered a team that goes into the game saying and thinking that they need a reset. But that's kind of where the 49ers are, right? That defense that was so impressive, so stifling for much of the year, has disappeared on them down the stretch and into the postseason. That Chiefs defense is for real. So, you know, that San Francisco defense is certainly going to have to show up now in less than a week, and the countdown begins uh, for a Super Bowl that got to be an added distraction being in Vegas, E. Got to be. It will be for your boy. Well, wouldn't it? I mean, I'm not kidding you, dude. Like, where do they stay? Are they staying on the Strip? Does anyone know? <laughs> right. Do they stay at one of the resorts? I mean, you want to talk about a distraction, and I don't just mean – you know, it, it, sitting at a craps table all night. You've been to Vegas. You know what Vegas is. Man, Vegas boy, oh is boy. like Vegas is like taking every big city that they host the Super Bowl at and just combining it into one. Like you can get to Vegas what you get in New York or in South <laughs> Beach or New Orleans, whatever it is you're looking for, uh, you can find in Vegas. So, you know, the more mature team th- this week, right, the one that, that is treating it as a business trip, the one that realizes let me put in a good, solid, focused week here, and I'll come back on Tuesday and stay for a month if I want to. Right. right? So who, who can do that? i got to think there's distractions. These are young cats on the biggest stage with a great week and the notoriety and the, the per diem. <laughs> um, so, I, yeah, I wonder if we see distractions with the Super Bowl in Vegas that we've pretty much avoided, right? I can't think of any huge off-field game week distractions in recent Super Bowls. Can you? Anything jump no. out, right? Me either. It just seems like uh, Vegas, Sin City, as they say, would perhaps make them uh, make it a little more susceptible to something like that. So we shall see. Both teams I saw arrived uh, last night. The Niners apparently in need of a reset as they make it to the Super Bowl. So many intriguing storylines here you, you, that are counterbalanced. You know, on the one side, you've got a great group of people, particularly the big three for Kansas City, right? Right, Andy Reid, Patrick Mahomes, and Travis Kelsey. 
Those are the three amigos. They they, they have been the constants uh, through what is what already th- two. How many has Mahomes won? Two, three. Yeah, he's won two. He's won two. He'll be going for three uh, this week. He's lost another. The Chiefs are in the Super Bowl for the fourth time in five years. So there there is certainly huge edge. By the way, one of those Super Bowl wins, you'll remember, came against these very same San Francisco 49ers. Same in many ways, very different in one, and that's the quarterback where Brock Purdy <laughs> tries to go from Mr. Irrelevant to Super Bowl champ um, with, with a mighty quick burst. So we'll, we'll talk more about the Super Bowl it's fun matchup. We get two really great teams, right? The Chiefs didn't play like one all year, but they they proved it pretty emphatically in the postseason. Uh, that was about as tough a gauntlet as you could have run in the AFC. And run it, they did. Miami at home, at Buffalo, at Baltimore. Here come the Niners. Chiefs trying to become uh, a, a select group that beat both number one seeds in a postseason. It happens, but it hasn't happened a ton, and Kansas City will try and do that by beating the top seed 49ers from the NFC. So lots of uh, Super Bowl talk. There's always cool new uh, nuggets. We will uh, amaze and impress you again at the end of the weeky. What a, what a hick and I do every year about Super Bowl week. Man, count them things down. Forwards, backwards, backwards, forwards, left, right, However up and you down. Want. Yeah, throw me a year, throw us a city, throw us a score, throw us a team. Um, but instead, we'll just we'll go one to what even what number are we at by the way? Fifty what? Six seven? I feel, I feel like fifty six is. Yeah, I think this is fifty eight. Is it fifty eight? There, Gibby Gibby Wayne and good to see him out here today, yeah. sporting a just a delicious Braves like pullover jacket. I'm ready, man. That the uh, lovely Mrs. Uh, Gibby has gotten for him for his birthday. So happy birthday, everyone, to Gibby. Thank you, uh, e, Happy birthday! Yeah, he's got a birthday tomorrow. How old are you going to be? Thirty four. Oh, getting old. Yeah, yeah, getting old. And I don't know what else to say. He, you're, you're older than him. How was your up. weekend, my friend? What'd you do? Say good. I, well, how was your weekend? What'd you oh, do? Man, I, I saw slow, you sent man. me a video. Too but, slow, but I got a lot of work done around the crib, man. That rain kind of slowed things down yesterday. All right, I got all you. Good. All right. You sent me video from a basketball game. <laughs> I didn't see it all, though. It's all like, like if you go iPhone to Android, it's all blurry. I try to send links and stuff. But oh, also, man, I've been looking at a lot of those golf videos online. Okay, what I got, you got so much stuff to show you. <laughs> hey man, you're you're playing catch up. I think most of what you showed me, the what you sent me there with the dude doing the shuffle. Yeah, you know what yeah. I'm talking about? <laughs> Did you hear the dudes talking in the background? This yes, guy's amazing. Man. You're that guy. That that group has a golf channel uh, YouTube that I watch all the time. I bet that junk is hilarious. It's good stuff. You'd love it. You'd that love it. Shuffle was somebody. crazy. His swing was so funny. Terrible. Terrible, but apparently it looked like you hit a good one, huh? <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I can go down that YouTube golf wormhole real quick now. Don't, uh, and, and I won't apologize either. Shame what happened on PGA Tour this weekend. As we sit here in the in tour headquarters, uh, previewing this year's players. We'll have a lot of talk about that as we move through this morning. But it's a shame when you have a marquee event. This is one of the designated tournaments. It is, uh, you know, gosh, Top three most famous courses in America would have to be Pebble Beach. And the weather just got atrocious. So a four-round tournament sees its fourth round initially postponed yesterday. They were going to try and finish the tournament today with a Monday finish. And the weather is just too bad uh, to the point of being unsafe. Uh, to the point of everything that the golf course has already accepted. They've canceled the fourth and final round, so we'll go by the third-round leaderboard. That makes Wyndham Clark a winner. Uh, apparently a big fan of playing out there in California, right? Wyndham Clark won his Open Championship at uh, down in L.A. So 
big win for him. He shot 60 on Saturday. He could have shot he could have shot 59 pretty easy. I mean, he he hung on the lip of a 59 on a couple of holes, but Wyndham Clark, but more importantly, ET, did you see who finished second? Uh oh was it uh was your boy? Yeah, I'd be Olivia, Yeah, that'd be that'd be Obear. I saw and, a little yeah, bit of it. Yeah, it's a designated event. You know, would you like to guess uh, how much your, your friend here is taking home for second place here? Oh, man, designated Torper? event, a big yeah, purse. Designated I'm event say now. At least about one point five. Yeah, let's see what we got here. I'm gonna give you. Uh, <laughs> it's uh, higher than one point five, by the Ooh. way. I'm happy to say, but let me see exactly what it is here. I, I you know, I don't want to mislead the audience straight out the gates like this. Everybody coming off a weekend. Um, let's see. Let's see what old Bear's got. Um, 2.1, my brother. Oh, and just like that, Jeffrey takes the lead. Mm. All it takes is one of them big purses. Mm. That's all it takes. That's tasty. That's tasty for me. I mean, listen, it's the uh, same thing as the five-pack. I started terrible. I was behind. So, at least I'm out of the cellar. I'm out of that funk. But a little bit of a funky finish for the PGA Tour. Certainly, they would have, especially, you know, football yesterday. You know, the PGA Tour is fighting for eyeballs. It, 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 it's fighting for its deserved legacy. And I think yesterday afternoon, there wasn't a whole lot on, was there? Well, <laughs> it, it takes me. football. It takes me to that, all right? I'm going to be, I, maybe not the first to say it, okay? But when my demo says it, um, it, it may be a, a, maybe a little more surprising to say it, okay? Um, they've gotten it right. The flag football game is better than any Pro Bowl game with pads. The only thing now is got to fine-tune. Get rid of these ridiculous, you know, pushing wash pans in between quarters to add points. Stop it. Just play a flag football game. Let that be the Pro Bowl game. Do your other stuff, you know, outside of it. I, I don't need whoever wins tug-of-war to pick up three points on the game scoreboard. Just play the flag football, man. These are incredible athletes. I think – Flag football has become so popular in this country, right? E, when I grew up, there was no flag football, dude. Right. There was no, there was no such thing, okay? And and now, I mean, little kids grow up playing in flag football leagues. That means parents grow up watching flag football. I, I think I think it's a good alternative. In fact, I dare say it's a better alternative. I I'd rather lie. watch I gotta them. I got to agree with you, man. It was very competitive. It was fun to watch. It was. I, I think they took it serious. They did. You know, I, I think – I think it's a bonus for them for to get to see them, right? You get to see them in shorts and a jersey. You see the face. You get to see their personality. You get to hear from them. I, I think it's a I, – I, look, they did it out of desperation, right? The game had just become so unwatchable. It becomes so half speed that they had to do something, and they kind of fell into this, this flag football um, really out of desperation, if you ask me. But it, it's working. It's working. And on the Sunday before the Super Bowl, I think I'd rather see that fun and festive brand of football that we saw yesterday celebrating the sport, celebrating All-Star Weekend. And and, and there, there's a place for the challenges. I don't mind them. I just don't like them in between the third and fourth quarter. It's it, it, it's a pretty good game here. Uh, By the way. Man, that, yeah, that was a miss. That's a miss. Right. Just play the game. Just play the game. Leave all that other stuff separate. Man, the parallels. Between the Houston Texans and C.J. Stroud and the Jaguars <laughs> and Trevor Lawrence. Boy, they continued, didn't they? Woo. Remember last year in the in the flag game? Remember what happened? Trevor stole the show. Yeah. He had Jamar Chase on some rollout, 60-yard, dropped it right in the basket, touchdown. You know, and, and, and he was kind of the 
the passing star of last year's flag football game coming off a year in which his team became the darling. We had our our stretch, our win, a competitive game at Kansas City. Well, lo and behold, here are the Texans. Won a playoff game, went on the road and lost. And C.J. Stroud yesterday was the one making the highlight plays. And um, now NFC won, so it it didn't matter. And he did miss on a uh, fourth down play to, to end the game. But that did you see the play where he rolled out to the left? And threw that thing to Jamar. Oh, my gosh, man. It don't matter. Pads, no pads. That was impressive. To to air, that would be hard to to pull off. And I, I'd set up as best I can. He, he, he rolls out to his left. He's being, you know, pressured by, you know, by one of the rushers. And, I mean, it's got to be 35, 40-yard throw, doesn't it? <laughs> it was beautiful. Right? I mean, and, but he flicks. He flicks. Running against his body. Flick throws the ball back corner of the end zone. It's uh, caught. Uh, the NFC did go on to win, so a score one for Eli over Peyton. Gosh knows he needs a break here and there, right? He, I mean, Do. come on. Um, other observations from the weekend when we continue. Uh, it includes one step forward, one step back for Gator basketball. Painful to watch Saturday afternoon. Um, I was back in town just to settle in on the couch and be, you know, stirred into unrest. Uh, watching Florida falter down the stretch at Texas A&M. So as good a win as it was over Kentucky, that's a, that's, that's a bad loss um, at Texas A&M. Not that they lost to a bad team, but just, golly, the, you felt like you're going to get out of there with a victory. Uh, the Senior Bowl has come and gone. Next stop combine when it comes to scouting players. Boy, the Jags are looking for talent. There was some over there. There, there was some there that senior bowl is a little more loaded this year by what I saw, what I've read, the, the coverage uh, from over there, the potential number of first round picks. And for a team that could be looking for help on the offensive line and on the interior for a team that could be looking at help, um, maybe at defensive back at corner um, for a team that perhaps could be looking at help. In, in other positions, there were certainly some guys that flashed uh, this weekend in Mobile and. Uh, the combine now is what a month out, right? Starts at the end of February, extends into the beginning of March. Ten ten XL will have uh, boots um, on the field there for you on that. So we look forward to continuing our off-season coverage of the Jags. As we know, it never it never sleeps. Um, it it never ends. Certainly feels that way. So all right, we're up and at them. Six four one ten ten. I don't I don't do I I don't I don't know if I even have the text on today. If I do, I'll check it out as we go. Um, that's also the phone line into the Southside Studios. You can uh, always reach us, uh, reach out and touch us old school. Something called email, they tell me. It's called email, and that's the drill at 1010XL.com. It's the Monday Morning Quarterback, DivorceMenOnly.com. We got a lot to uh, get into. We'll celebrate a little bit of golf this morning. We'll preview a player's championship that is now just, what, five weeks away? Uh, just around the corner, and uh, so many memories, so many highlights to come. And I think as things have settled and through the defections to live, I think the PGA Tour is just fine. I mean, they're just fine. They got a stable, impressive base of talent. There's a hunger among its younger guys to strive and achieve, you know, what what they're trying to accomplish in golf. And you know, competition comes in a lot of forms. You know, at the end of the day, the PGA Tour to me was was right in one end. No, you can't play live and play here. And so ultimately what it becomes is 
guys want to play one place and under one set of parameters and for one set of paychecks and one lack of legacy. Others um, want to approach it different. And, by the way, there's also just mounting evidence that at some point there's going to be a gray area where uh, everyone's cashing some of that some of that big old check. So, anyway, we got golf talk, certainly uh, Super Bowl uh, preps and previews. Uh, the weekend that was in sports, and much more. So thanks for being up and at them with us. We'll be back with more next. We are live at TPC Sawgrass out here in Ponte Vedra. All right, we're back on the Monday morning edition of The Drill. It's the Monday morning quarterback, divorcemenonly.com. You need a game plan protecting the rights of men and all family law issues. Uh, Evan Ingram had one of the cool highlights from the uh, Pro Bowl yesterday, the flag football game. He did catch a touchdown. I guess that's not really huge news except uh, who threw it. Uh, you know flag football, man. You got to have a little razzle-dazzle. It's a lot like our uh, ETN giveaways. <laughs> or what is it? Uh, 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 Ten-minute drill giveaways. Um, yeah, Ingram caught a touchdown from Keenan Allen, the Chargers receiver. Your boy. Yeah. And yesterday, right, Mr. Mr. Underrated. Apparently he could uh, throw as well, so – um, the uh, NFC win. doesn't matter who wins. That's the good thing about that flag football as well. I, are we going to keep a running tally? Maybe we will as it goes on. That's two years in a row, though. NFC uh, has uh, beaten the AFC despite some young quarterback um, highlight real stuff. Last year from Trevor, this year from C.J. Stroud. Um, plot thickens in this, this just a disaster with the Jaguars and this cat who stole all the money. You right? We told you the story. Um, uh, an employee who had access to expense, you know, in accounts and otherwise, a mid-level finance manager, somehow found a way to embezzle twenty-two million dollars from the Jaguars. His name is Amit Patel. He did it using a virtual credit card system. Um, Patel lost about $20 million of the funds, apparently, on Daily Fantasy and sports bets at FanDuel, uh, which uh, recognized the whale when they saw it and assigned him a VIP host. He lost another million on DraftKings, apparently. That, to me, sounds completely and utterly implausible. I mean, what kind of contests are we playing, my man Patel? Huh? Right. $20 million? Bro, I'll just give you an example, and I'm not at some high roller. I get it. I don't know what it is you're trying to accomplish with these bets. I'm sure he was chasing, probably intending to get put it back where he stole it from, and, you know, the gambler's lament. You ch- bad money chases more bad money, and ultimately you're even in more trouble. Don't forget that part. All you young guys out there, they're falling in love with these betting sites and these, these, these apps and otherwise. It's a slippery slope, man. See, it's different for some people. You ruin your life. It has for Amit Patel, but the the news over the weekend is that uh, the Jaguars have asked FanDuel to reimburse them for some or all of that $20 million in stolen proceeds that a former employee lost on the site. Uh, the company FanDuel is like, yeah, no. Um, Patel transferred money directly from the team virtual credit card to FanDuel. And so I listen, there might be a bit of a there might be just a bit of a case here if you're the Jags. Like, hold on now. You're a fan duel, right? And you're seeing these like 
tens of thousands of dollars worth of transfers that are coming in from a Jaguars account? Eh, maybe there's eh, maybe there's be a little bit of a red flag. A source familiar with the situation said talks continue between FanDuel, the Jags, and the NFL on some sort of settlement. But the source says the way they see it, we got this money fair and clear. It's not our problem uh, that we have to forfeit it back to you. So it looks like uh, the Jags are going to get hit with that $20 million. Patel siphoned the funds over three and a half years. Uh, pleaded guilty back in December to fraud charges. Faces up to 30 years in the clink. A $500,000 fine. Because Patel's got 500000 laying around. Uh, sources say FanDuel alerted the NFL to Patel's betting in January 2023 after he placed traditional sports bets in Tennessee. The amounts and types of wagers that triggered the investigation are unknown. Uh, the Jaguars uh, maintain they had no knowledge, and of course they didn't, of the embezzlement scheme or Patel's extensive daily fantasy habit until the NFL notified him. Um, I, I don't know how you're going to re- recoup your losses if you're the Jags other than find you some sort of fan duel with and go hit a couple million dollar contest. I mean, I, yeah, that is, it. it is, and I know what you're saying, and this is fair. This is fair for all of us that operate in a complete different, you know, financial landscape. How can that much money go missing from a business for that amount of time and no one noticed? That's the bizarre part to me. No one even noticed. Very, very, very strange. So, anyway, that's the latest. Jags say FanDuel. Hey, man, can we have that money back? FanDuel, how about new? We'll see what happens. All right. um, They say Spencer Rattler shined in the Senior Bowl. The way the quarterback position works at the Senior Bowl, they rarely throw it a ton. If you can go five for six for 68 yards, you're a star. We all know that that's maybe a possession in a football game. So I, I wouldn't make too much of the quarterbacks. I, it looks to me like Bo Nix is the one who's really elevated his stature going into the draft. He seems to be the riser, you know, top to bottom. In fact, y'all know what Bo Nix's numbers were this year? I don't. Uh, 41 touchdowns, three picks. Dang. Yeah, 79% of his passes may be complete, 4,000 yards, I think. Stupid numbers, and he had a great week in Mobile, apparently. He shows a, you know what he might be? He might be like Brock Purdy heavy, <clears throat> right? Mm, you know, I see you what call you it, Yeah, you'll call it. You're right. He might be a little Brock Purdy heavy. I don't know. We'll <laughs> see. Might be, maybe he falls somewhere, but, I, I, you know, between, you know, Purdy and Baker, you know? I, yeah, I don't yeah. I don't want to take it away from Brock. I don't think he's going to be Brock Purdy. That's not what I'm saying. But I just Pro Bowl MVP, skills. by the way. Um. Yeah, so I, I think that 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 um, you know, Bo Nix is probably the guy who rose. Now that's not a position the Jaguars are are interested in. Uh, really, it's more to me about listen. When we think about what this team needs more than any, the Jaguars did all their work this week. Not at the game on Saturday; they did it earlier in the weeks in those big, ugly one-on-one matchups in the trenches. We need toughness, man. It's been said by everyone across the board. Our friend Tony Baselli has told us. Trent Balky has said it in press conferences. Doug Peterson has alluded to it. We need a, a, an identity here. We need an infusion, an infusion of toughness. In fact, when it comes to free agency, and, and we're 
we got two guys on the scale that we expect similar things. Give me the nasty dude. I need the nasty one. Listen, you never want to say something so silly as I need a guy who gets a fight in his own locker room. But do we need a guy who gets in a fight in his own locker room? I don't know. But there is there 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 is a good, healthy group of big dudes at the Senior Bowl this year. If you're looking for an offensive tackle, and you know who knows if the Jags are, I don't know. Do they let Cam go? Save the money. Draft another tackle with that has the flexibility of moving inside. Can, can you do that with the 17th pick? Or do you need to get a guy who is a more of a flash um, addition, right? Do we need a guy who can get a, you know, have an eight-sack rookie year or, you know, be a 17-game starter on the interior offensive line? But look, like any all-star game, you tend to, you know, you tend to uh, focus in on on the offensive players, right? I mean, the skill players. Uh, that's what you look at. But there, there were some guys. We'll go through some of the names uh, as we as we move through the morning. But uh, there, there, it's a good year. It's a good draft year. You know, I mean, it's all relative. It's all relative. But it, it looks like to me, like it's 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 going to be a it's going to be a year we need. I, I don't say this to sound as like disrespectful as it might. I don't mean to di- just disregard. We have a football team that has enough good players that we've been in the postseason two years in a row. Is it perfect? Does it need fine tune? Are there major mistakes along the way? You bet there are. But it is a there, there's a collection of talent on this team that has been put together by and large by the people that work for the Jaguars right now. But I need him to have a lucky draft. I do. There's a fine line between these dudes they pick, man. I, I'm sure the, 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 you think we as fans go back and say, oh, man, I, I wish we'd taken this guy instead of that. I can only imagine inside the scouting circles, inside these front offices, the, the number of times that they come close to pulling the trigger. It's this guy or it's that guy. No, man, we're splitting hairs. We're debating. We go with him two years later. That dude's an all-pro. We need to hit that guy, man, that coin flip evaluation which is what you get at 17. That's what you get at 17. There's going to be about three dudes near the top of their position group in, in their overall rating. There's going to be another guy in, in a position you're not all that, you know, enamored with, but you have in your top five, and he's falling down there. You're going to have a lot of decisions at 17. We need to get lucky and make the right one. And that's not especially a, an especial indictment of Trent Balky. That's every NFL team. Bill Belichick is uh, without a job right now, not just because of how the coaching has gone, but because of those draft picks up there. Look at the Patriots' drafts the last four or five years. No wonder they're not contending. We we need a hit on the guys, man. We wasted a lot of picks in a year that we learned had some really good value deep in the draft. Puka Nakua, six-round pick, man. I was looking at these Coaching grades. I don't understand. Like, the Washington Commanders hired Dan Quinn. That's not the sexiest pick, I don't think. But I saw CBS was, like, grading grading the hires. Dan Quinn a D plus? That a little harsh? 
I'm not saying <laughs> That's extremely it, harsh, man. I'm not saying it's an A, E.T. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying you got to give them an A plus or A minus even. D plus? They don't like that higher. Yeah, <sighs> that it was going to be Ben Johnson. Most of them. Yeah, D plus though. Yeah, it's harsh. Dan Quinn, I listen. I y'all correct me. Dan, Dan Quinn took the Falcons to the Super Bowl. 2016. Yeah, they they lost the Super Bowl. It was an incredible, and and then he went back the next year. Really, the year that the they won a road game at the Rams. They went and played Philly the year Philly won. They had them beat. Keanu Neal dropped an interception from 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 Nick Foles, hit him right in their bread basket. Would have changed the game. Atlanta would have won the football game if that happened. In fact, I think the game ended with Atlanta trying to score and couldn't convert uh, deep in the game. To I believe it was Julio Jones. So, Dan Quinn went to Super Bowl one year. The next year, he had his team very good. Now, it, it, as it can happen in the NFL, if you don't give them that year to, you know, fall back and then return, a lot of coaches get that. I think John Harbaugh had a 5-11 and 11 year. You know, some coaches get that grace, and they get back, and you believe in them, and they get the program back where you wanted it to be. Uh, Quinn wasn't afforded that opportunity, and he left Atlanta and, you know, has bounced around as a D.C. But there's also the added advantage of staying in the division, right? Doesn't that help? If you're trying to go get a coach and you get one that you like and he comes from the division you're in, it's a little bit of a head start, I think. But listen, I'm not going uh, – I'm not taking a place on the wall for Dan Quinn. Don't get me wrong. But I thought D-plus. it's a little bit harsh. All right, so the Gator basketball team plays at Texas A&M over the weekend. Um, it, it was – Florida took a 13-point lead. In the first half at one point, that lead got whittled down to about six at halftime. They did a real good job of keeping it comfortable, keeping a five to seven point lead for most of of the second half. They let Texas A&M go on a little run. And, and, you know, Florida has this, this trait of disappearing offensively at times. I mean, it's a team that offensively has got a lot of weapons. I mean, they had 102 in overtime against Georgia. They were close to 100 in the win over Kentucky. But they go into these lulls sometimes. Uh, offensively, they went into one at Texas a but that's not what lost the game. They made plays down the stretch. They took a lead. They could not get the defensive stop. It got a little quick if you ask me, but nonetheless, um, Florida loses at Texas a they had gone into the time. I referenced these net rankings because they matter. When the NCAA goes and decides who's going to be in the tournament, there's a lot of factors they use. The net rankings, it's basically a power index that is put together by the NCAA, used by the NCAA tournament committee. And so when you're weighing, you know, the state of different programs, it's, it's going to matter. Florida finally got a quad one win when they beat Kentucky. They'll have another opportunity. They face Auburn at home this week. Auburn's a top 10 team, and they're red hot. Uh, but after losing at Texas A&M, yeah, it didn't hurt the Gators a ton. Um, they're at 39. They're 15-7 overall. They just have the one quad one win, however, and they could desperately use what would be a really impressive win over Auburn, I look at the net rankings here, and Auburn is number eight in the country. So you know, a chance to a chance to make a bit of a statement. Uh, and now they kind of need one as a bounce back. They they were on a little win streak. They they had a golden opportunity to win in a tough place to win at Texas A&M. Uh, came up short over the weekend. The Knolls have uh, caught some harder times. They've lost a couple in a row. I see in the ACC. And UNF and JU over the weekend split. 
They won their Wednesday or Thursday game. They lost their Saturday game. So pretty sure both are back home for two games this week. So kind of set the table there from uh, the weekend that was in college hoops. So, all right, let's come back. Let's uh, attack the NFL with a football fix. Await the hick and arrival. We are live at TPC Sawgrass. It's it's Players Media Day, so we are going to give you a little advanced preview of what we can expect here. Some of, gosh, it's such a such an awesome week, you know. Just just the the setup just gets better every year. The challenge of that, um, as well. So we will uh, do that a little bit. Believe we have breakfast with Baselli today, so uh, we'll uh, talk with the Hall of Famer. Um, I believe he may have travel things with the Super Bowl, but I, I believe that's the case. So um, all that and more, happy to be up and at with you. Appreciate y'all out there. It's the Monday Morning Quarterback Divorcementonly.com. All right, we're back here on The Drill, the Monday Morning Quarterback Divorcementonly.com. We're live at TPC Sawgrass. Oh, here at the beautiful stadium course. It's media day. It's kind of like caddy day. There'll be a baby Ruth in the pool when we're done with them out here today, but it'll be fun to get the lay of the land with the golf's uh, really the premier event on PGA Tour right around the corner, four or five weeks. So we will uh, visit with a couple of the particulars out here as we move through the morning, get you ready uh, for that as well. So um, meanwhile, I have a daily's double take. To get things kicked off here, we'll turn our attention to a football fix. This happens to be football-related as well. And it's not like a, oh, my gosh, doesn't reach the Shazam level. But I did do a little bit of a double take because it flies in the face, maybe, of your conventional thinking of the player that I'm about to reference. But did you know, E.T., that Patrick Mahomes has had – he's kind of had some Super Bowl difficulties. Oh, like totally. Compared- yeah, well, compared to the rest of his, you know, incredible career to this point, I mean, he's he's got the goat in his sights. I mean, it's at least fair to say that it's somebody who could approach Tom Brady's success. He's only 28, going for Super Bowl number three. But, you know, while he gets to that Super Bowl, uh, quite often he's struggled a little bit. The Super Bowl has been, by pretty good measure, his least productive round of the playoffs now look there's this as you go through the playoffs the expectation the reality is that each team you face is a little bit better than the one before so you would think in a Super Bowl matchup that you'd be facing a really good opposing defense so that might explain some of this and don't get me wrong I'm not about to describe you some massive failure at the position but just compared to his stats otherwise um he has four interceptions in three Super Bowls and, and that's more than the other 14 playoff games combined. Is that double take? That's a little bit of a double take, no? Double he has take four, four Super Bowl interceptions. That's one more than all of his other playoff games combined. 14, by the way. He's played 14 other playoff games. He has three total interceptions, and in the three Super Bowls, he's had four. His completion percentage drops about seven, eight uh, points. By the way, that's the largest decrease among the 13 quarterbacks with at least three Super Bowl starts. Yards per attempt goes from eight down to almost six. But he also wins. He also makes plays with his legs. There's a lot more here. I'm not selling you some, you know, angle that uh, makes San Francisco suddenly the favorite here. And in no way am all my worried about uh, Patrick Mahomes and what he'll do this weekend. But I don't know. It's just I, I, I raised eyebrow a little bit with the Daily's double tech. Hey, he's run by the dash this morning, gang. 
Uh, get a couple of those piled high biscuits, the coffee, uh, ground fresh sourced locally every single day. Uh, they go above and beyond for you at the pure deliciousness of the Daily Stash. Fire up the band, ET. we got a football fix. Let me give you some news and notes from the National Football League. It's brought to you by All-State agent Andy Bowers and Manford. Now in Orange Park as well. And by the Julington Creek Golf Club. Come see my friends at Julington Creek where the uh, customer service is second to none. And a golf course rounding um, into better and better shape every time I'm out there. All right. Uh, we told you Dan Quinn to the Commanders as the head coach. Cliff Kingsbury going to be back in the National Football League. What did Kingsbury do? He went from head coach at the Arizona Cardinals uh-huh. to offensive coordinator at USC. Is that where he was? He was an assistant. I don't think he was a coordinator. Okay. He was just an assistant. But at USC. Yeah, he was at USC. All right, now back in the NFL as offensive coordinator for the uh, Washington Commanders who could very well be looking for a new uh, quarterback and who whose offensive coordinator may have worked um, – and worked with a significant quarterback in this year's draft. You're probably going to have to pick number one to get him, though. Uh, NFC gets a late defensive stand. They seal the uh, Pro Bowl flag football game. Uh, C.J. Stroud made the, I thought, the eye-popping highlight throw of the festivities. And Evan Ingram of our Jags caught a touchdown. And because it's a Pro Bowl flag football game, of course that touchdown came from Keenan Allen. Uh, Bill Belichick, thank Patriots fans over the weekend with one of those full-page ads in the paper. Don't you now just have to, like, post it on the gram? Is anybody reading the paper, E? If Gotta you, go straight if, to the gram. Yeah, if you do a full-page thank-you letter in the newspaper, isn't that like just going and carving it into a tree in the middle of the forest? <laughs> Basically. <laughs> um, looks like the Raiders are going to go with Luke Getze as their offensive coordinator. Uh, the and Miami Dolphins have a new defensive coordinator. Probably never hurts to pluck him off the Ravens tree. It's Anthony Weaver, though, their new defensive uh, coordinator. Weaver, it's like a, if I think of a Baltimore Ravens defender, Anthony Weaver and his body type pops into my mind. Uh, the Bucks have an offensive coordinator. Um, you know, we're that time of the year where the merry-go-round is spinning. Guys are on and off of Liam Cohen will be the Bucks' offensive coordinator. The question is, who will be the Bucks' quarterback? Hmm. Baker Mayfield. Did he get paid this weekend, by the way? Don't we don't have a new contract, right? I don't think so. He got the Pro Bowl MVP, like E.T. said. Oh, yeah. Um, He'll get it soon, I'm sure. Yeah, I thought, maybe it was just speculation I saw, but they were talking about Baker making $35 million a year, $40 million a year. Is that where we're at? Yeah, they threw the terms that he could get. Is it get. 40 Is that what it was, I saw? 40, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Mm. Good to be a quarterback, boys. That's Football Fix. You're welcome. Hick and Arrival and more come your way next. Uh, it's fun day for us. We're live at TPC Media Day for this year's players. Well, that means we're at uh, TPC Sawgrass. We'll be talking a little golf and more as we motor through this morning. And then just to make sure that the place is up to snuff for the best in the world when they show up in five weeks, we're going to go play around round of golf here afterwards. You're listening to The Drill on 1010XL 92.5 FM. Ladies and gents, please put your hands together as Dan Hicken enters the studio. You know it! Oh, boy. That'll wake up the coach. Yes! 
still juiced up from the pickleball last night. Oh, you watching the Groff and uh, I didn't. I just saw a minute of it. Groff and Agassi and yeah. uh, that Steffi Groff looks exactly like she did the day she won her first Wimbledon. Lovely lady. Oh, she seems like a really sweet person. I had a pickleball and uh, I, I had to work yesterday, so I had. There oh, wasn't a lot going on. Man. Yesterday was Reality Sunday. It was Reality yeah, Sunday fair. for sports fans, and it's a now the. Football widows get their husbands back. You know, they'll lose them again for the Super Bowl, but they'll all watch the Super Bowl together, so that's different. But, yeah, yesterday was it, man. Saturday was great, but Sunday, you woke, and with, without the golf. That hurt, man. Such a bad like, break for the PGA Tour because yeah. they would have had, you know, it's a Yeah, pu- you're like, oh, man, what, what are we, what are we, you really only had the Pro Bowl. I, I saw nothing else. I wasn't going to watch the figure skating, I think, was I We just had normal TV on. It's, yeah. It was almost background. We weren't I watched, watching anything. I watched a, a I couple, watched a little hoops. I, I watched a couple, couple good movies, uh, sports movies. Okay. What did you watch? I watched this My All-American, which is a true story. It's, it's a, is that the kid in Arkansas? Texas. It's um, a great story. It's almost like the exact story of Brian's song except college football. Okay. You know, and it came and it was like the same time frame. It was like huh. he was on I guess his last game was a Texas Arkansas 1969 game of the century, huh. number 1 versus number 2. Um and uh yeah, it was a great story about this guy uh Freddie Joe Stepnik, okay, who was an undersized, overachieving Heck of a little football player for the Texas Longhorns that Daryl Royal discovered from Denver. Gave him a scholarship. He was everything you could think of and more. Um, most influential player Royal ever coached. It was great. It was great. Really good movie. Really good. Really good uh, sports movie, if you like it. True, and they did a nice job on it. It came out in 15, though. I just saw it on Netflix. It's like suits, you know. It may, it may catch fire again. How did you, How did you? Um, I was just flipping through, and I saw it said "My All American," and I always okay. like get intrigued by sports stuff. Watched the trailer, and then and watched it. So, uh, can recommend it highly. It's a great story. A lot of cry. I watched. I watched it. Had tears running down my face watching that stinking movie. Did oh, you? Uh, oh boy. Did you happen to catch the Laker game? Yeah, Ooh. yeah, I caught it. I, oh, I mean, cool. I'm glad. Listen, sniper unlike, fire from back. I'll just ask. Unlike, I'll just, I'll unlike you, who probably watch them, I don't know, once a month, <laughs> and then claim them, and probably couldn't name eight other Lakers on the squad. Relax, relax. Except LeBron. Uh, yes, I did, and I watched. Uh, what I watched was I watched them barely beat a Knicks oh, team that didn't have Julius, man. didn't have OG, didn't have Quentin Grimes, and we're just fine. So don't worry about us. You worry about yourself, and you worry mm. about the king came your, to the garden. The king, the king came yeah. home. The king, yeah. The king, he went home and took probably, that dub. King, it's not home. I don't know. Why, there's no home about that. Home is Akron. Okay, so let's go over there. Did you see the Bitman was stirring it up on the LeBron front. Bitman, Bitman claiming LeBron's going to get going to get going to get uh, traded, traded this week. And hey. then he sent me a link to some article where the guy was just pumping him up on all the stories he's broke through the years. Mm-hmm. The Bitman got a kick out of that one. But I didn't see LeBron move 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 city, so no, I, I guess think, it didn't happen. I don't think it happened. That's I, too bad. He does have a fifty one point four million dollar player option next year that he may decline. That's and, just why would you decline that? Yeah, do them a favor? I don't know. We'll 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 see. Uh, if LeBron, if the Lakers end up like middle of the road here for the next couple years, and well, LeBron, they, they were yeah, they they they, are. they they the Laker fan will not embrace LBJ at all. Uh, for what he brought to the Lakers. <laughs> no, they won't. 
They won't. I mean, he's not a Laker, dude. They don't. Mm-hmm. They don't really. I don't want to say they don't like him. It's just well, he's only won one. Not, I mean, the great Lakers win more than one. Shaq, a, Kobe, he won, he won a bubble. Yeah. He won a bubble one. <laughs> I, well, I count that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah man, come know. on now. Yeah, he won a bubble <laughs> one, which you know. Uh, but anyway, it'll be it'll be it'll be interesting to see how it ends up going forward. They they should be better than their record indicates. At that point, they'll start blaming their coach, and then Darvin Ham will be gone, and they'll bring in somebody else. So uh, a retread, you know, that they'll that they'll find. Maybe Del Harris is still around. Maybe they can get him back for another go around. I I took the uh, fourth round uh, cancel to get my two point one from O'Bear and call it a weekend. <laughs> for brunch, <laughs> yeah, I don't want to mess oh, around. Wa- yeah, I don't want to mess around and let him go down to seventh. I yeah. said, as long as I'm picking first, I'm taking O'Bear. That's what I've said. I'm going to do it. I'm going to ride this dude. <laughs> now I won't be able to do that anymore. But thankfully, it's with. It was a big payout this week. So the yeah, money I got two point one for second, and I had a bad week, so I probably fell. I don't think bad. anybody else got maybe a hundred grand. Oh, okay. So well, it was a good go. week for me. Well, yeah, it was unfortunate. Uh, but you know what? If anybody was deserving of a 54-hole tournament win, it would be Wyndham Clarkson. He went out and shot the lowest score ever at Pebble. So he should have. He should have had 59. Yeah. I mean, so really. anyway, that was uh, that was impressive. And then, uh, like I said, you know, we'll debate a lot, and people, you know, Pro Bowl is what it is. I tell you what, I prefer the flag football. Fifty-five thousand people went to that. I prefer the flag football. God forbid the NFL say, "Hey, I tell you what." Because we're growing the game and we just it's free. come on in. Yeah, and, yeah come yeah. on in and watch yeah. it. Yeah. God forbid yeah. that would happen. So um, That's, the NFL doesn't uh, doesn't operate that way. No, nor do, do its teams. And, and also, I, also, hey, hey, Raj, you limp wristed, oh, soft celled, no. oh boy, no heart, gutless, thin skinned wuss bag. Oh no, what happened? Oh my! I hope he's not listening to this after I that hope description. He is. Because you make sixty million a year at least, and you guys have scheduled your state of the NFL press conference for today at around five o'clock. A couple things: one, most of the national media travels on Monday, uh, so most of them won't get there. Two, it's opening night; players and coaches are available, et cetera, et cetera. It's going to be hard to get over to the Goodell presser, which used to be a featured thing on the Friday before the Super Bowl around high noon. What in the days of of Pete Rozelle, uh, the old man would sit up there, answer questions, and then he'd talk to guys afterwards. Listen, what would hurt for an hour, Goodell, you you wuss, to sit there and say, bring it. What do you got? We're kicking A. I don't know what to tell you. Well, I can't believe you're in Vegas. Yeah, we we made a mistake. We've embraced this gambling. Well, then, are you going to do better telling everybody who's hurt and not hurt? Yeah, we probably should. I mean, it's what well, I mean. Well, it sounds like you've got the press conference all played out in your mind. I mean, you don't need it's just one. Weak sauce, man. I mean, sixty million plus. You can't meet with the media for an hour in front of the media. Is distraction gutless, a bigger concern gutless, this week gutless, for those teams gutless. because huh? of where they are? Or are we past the age of distraction? Yeah, we could sports? have one or two. Right. It yeah. Seems like if we were going to, it'd be this week. I mean, if anybody's dealing with any demons, man, like uh, who was a kid? Barrett Robin. Yeah, it was a Stanley, Stanley Wilson. Stanley Wilson, another uh, one. Eugene Robinson. Eugene I can go Robinson. down the list yeah. here. We just it's been a while. Three. We haven't had an off-field distraction from the Super Bowl in a while. I can't like the now, last. Now they ain't staying on the strip. Yeah, I don't know. But, but my point <laughs> is this: the thing about Vegas is this. Yeah, Vegas is take all the big cities that they play the Super Bowl in mm-hmm. and combine the the nightlife that they have into one place, and mm-hmm. it's Vegas. 
I'll tell you what. You want a little piece of New Orleans? All right, we'll go to here. You want a piece of South Beach? Well, there's this. You want New York? Well, there's that. I'll say this. If Emmanuel Thalloran was a defensive back for the San Francisco 49ers, <laughs> go there'd, ahead. Be, there'd be a story on Thursday morning. That's for damn sure. Throw it that way. <laughs> hey. TMZ would be all over you, buddy. We'd see that. Right. We get the booking photo. I'll tell you what, just uh, follow this guy Falorand around. He'll lead us to something. heavy eyes. Heavy <laughs> eyes, looking at it. I mean, am I wrong? <laughs> he ain't lying. <laughs> he ain't lying. He says. That's why we love you. That's why we love you. Uh, so. Buffalo Tom says you could have watched uh, PBR yesterday. Professional bull riding. Yeah, it was real. Apparently, that, apparently, that's what Bills Nation does. They I'm, they just go. The I'm Bills are you. done. They go to bull riding. I'm telling you, it was reality Sunday, man. It was reality. I no, for sure. I can't. I can't. And I I know a lot of people had fine. We're fine with the. Pro, I can't do it. I can't do the. Pro, I mean, it was on. I watched it. No, I it's, didn't watch much. It's dumb. It's, it's dumb. better than football to me. It's point structure. And here's what's gonna happen. Mark my words. All right. Somebody will tear a knee. It's coming. Yeah. It's coming. They're going to be doing the chain thing, and he's going to be pulling the – they pull these weights. Snap a quad. The pec's going to (laughs) rip, and he's going to be out for next year, and that will be the end of – I didn't like – I think they should just do the game as the game. If you want to do that other silly stuff, do it outside. But I don't like at the end of the third. Let's go try and win three points on the tug award. Stupid. Yeah. The game is compelling. It's good. Look, you get to see the players without their helmets. I think the game's a little too long. I'm okay with um, it. I don't know. Whatever. I'm okay with it. I'd rather – I would just say this. I'm not big on watching the flag football game. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. I would rather – based on what the Pro Bowl game became. Yeah. Understand. Yeah. There was a day where the Pro Bowl game was a football game. Yeah. Where they tried. Where they tackled. Where they ran plays. Where the score was 21-17. Where Sean Taylor blew up. Yes. Brian Mormon. Well, yesterday – I think it was 88,000 to the winning team and 44,000 to the losing team. That doesn't matter to those guys. Eh, just, it doesn't. It's, I don't it's know. like it's like some of them it might. No, no. What they do is like they bring all their family down and they use right. that money to bring, to, to spend right. on their family. It ends up ends up costing them more. Yeah, they break Ad Baselli's right. told us that when yep. he he took the family to Hawaii one year, I think it ended up costing them more. Cost you money. Right. Yeah. You end up losing losing money so cuz it's still a pretty good trip. So, but it is Orlando instead of Hawaii. I'd rather they'd much rather go to Hawaii. Listen, the of course. I know this. The the practices are are so loose. Like like they had a practice on Saturday and anybody who wasn't in the flag football didn't have to go and they didn't go. Some took their families to Universal. They went out and about, did their thing. So uh yeah, there's a lot. It is what it is though. I mean that's that's basically it. It was it was, again, reality Sunday has come and gone. There's but for us, for sports fans, Man, there's a ton of stuff going on, man. We're just a couple weeks away from pitchers and catchers, too. Kodai yeah. arrives in, in Florida today. Oh, I mean, it's I, big it, news. So Best thing that I watched yesterday, but it didn't give me a, a – it, it lost me after. But I watched a good solid three, four innings in a row. I tried to get into it, but I got duped in thinking Acuna was playing. But that Caribbean World Series. Yeah. You want to watch a little sports that, that seems – Is that in Miami? Bro, the atmosphere was unbelievable. So I almost fun. texted you. The it's atmosphere so was yeah. unreal. Well, it's so funny. And my buddy who lives down there told, sent me this. He goes, it's amazing. He goes, these games sell out. Marlins can't get a, can't get a, it, anyone to come. I'm, Dan, I'm telling <laughs> – I don't – I'm assuming Puerto Rico won. It was 4-1 when I finally yeah. got switched yeah. off to something else. Yeah. But it it was like the, – the atmosphere was unreal. Well, it was like the World Baseball That's class. exactly yeah. what it was. It was yeah. – it was in, in fact – and by the way, almost every player is you know in some form or fashion. Mm-hmm. Puerto Rico. What's interesting though is that Caribbean World Series, it you know, it's just a team from one of the winter leagues. 
Right. Like, it's not an all-star team. Right, like, you don't right, get all right, the great right, Venezuelan right. players. Like, you know, there's Americans right. and other playing for each team, but it's just kind of cool how the champion. And I also didn't realize, and I wonder after seeing it if they'll come back, but they haven't played in the – you know, they've been playing in Latin America, like, exclusively. I'm going to tell you how bad sports was. Buffalo Tom said PBR, which I didn't catch. Professional I, bull riding. Yes. Yeah. I, I actually flipped through yesterday at one point, and I was watching – I was watching uh, the Pro Bowl, and I flipped through, and I found it said 2026 uh, World Cup draw selection yeah. city city mm-hmm. host city names, mm-hmm. and I look on the show, and they got some bald Englishman. I said, "Is that Jurgen Klopp?" Because that's all I know because he recently left uh, Liverpool, and it wasn't. They had a lady, and they had freaking Kevin Hart. Yeah, pumping up the game. A little L.A. A little L.A. What's Kevin Hart doing? <laughs> what, Kevin Hart promoting, com- buddy. Comedian? Promoting. promoting what? <laughs> the comedian the Kevin Hart? What? <laughs> is he a, he's a basketball guy, isn't he? <laughs> yes. Uh, a, he no, does I a basketball po- – uh, 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 I didn't know he was a soccer guy. They're but anyway. all soccer Maybe guys, they're... dude. It's trendy to be a soccer guy right now. <laughs> I mean, that sick. World Cup in the U.S. And is going to be a I different go, deal. I go, wait a minute, what? And, 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 I, and my son goes, well, it says 2026. He goes – and then in the background, it had the list of cities, and it had a bunch of different cities. In well, the there's United probably States. just it's, some of the assignments go, and where the, the finals. I go, are. where's the World Cup? He goes, it's in three different countries. I think he said Canada, the United States, and Mexico. I think it's yeah. There's there's like 20 U.S. cities that are yeah, hosting. But we didn't. We're not hosting one. Jack will be in the not. middle of building a I think stadium. My, I think probably Miami is. Yeah, what would be in, the, in 2026? We should be in the middle of building something. Yeah, well, and we have not been in the loop to host one of these games. Oh, well, we had for a while. We were getting those huge crowds for Yeah, uh, yeah, but we have not been in that World Cup. Oh, okay. It's Orlando. It's right. it's it's well, Atlanta. Anyway, it's anyway, but that that the finals going to be in New York, right? Is that what yeah, they said? MetLife. Yeah, the fact yeah. that I the fact that I even looked at that for tells you how slow it is. Tells me what 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 is going on? You're a soccer hater. I mean, they they well, maybe. They um they they man, it's like if you're like, it's like quitting smoking and going cold turkey. <laughs> Can we get eased out of it at least? <laughs> I need some, you need it's some, like, you need some nicoderm, like, huh? It's like we got you need some nicotine gum. And if you're a degenerate, you got no, you know, nothing. Yeah. To, I mean, you're like, you got to be like, what's well, floating your uh, boat right uh, now? I got the shakes over here. Mm. I mean. Find me something, for Christ's <laughs> sakes. Can you bet on the Pro Bowl? Is there... uh, well, back in the day, you could. I don't know. So, anyway. Degenerated down that path once or to, twice in my life. Used to play the over in the Pro Bowl. That was fun. <laughs> yeah. uh, but, anyway, so, yeah. But, nonetheless, there's still, for us, there's all kinds of stuff. And there's college basketball. And I got, we'll come back with the, uh, what do we got, the 10-minute drill? That's so what I'll we call it. Some thoughts on, uh, on the college hoops weekend that was, the NBA, NHL had its all-star weekend. Uh, the Jags are ongoing. I I had a bad deal on Friday. I still haven't gotten over that e on uh, on the show on Friday when I came in and and just painted a bleak picture. And I'm I'm still feeling that way. I have not gotten. I need something good to happen with this franchise. Here we uh, go. Otherwise, I feel like I'm. I've kicked it a little bit. I'm, I feel you though. I know what you're I'm, saying. I'm Punxsutawney Phil, and I'm going to go back in the borough and hide okay. for six months. Well, <laughs> hopefully six months. You know how I describe Punxsutawney, it. Punxsutawney Dan is. Is not looking for. I mean, I spring is not sprung around these parts. I don't say this yeah, with like. I don't say this with an aggressive, especially disrespectful um, angle. Yeah, we need to have a lucky draft. 
They yeah. need to get lucky. You know, I mean, these listen, they're not, it's not like they're plucking guys out of the wind. They're making decisions between two, two or three guys, yeah. and they're, they're making the wrong one. We need a year four to no, land on the no right. Kidding. For on the right one. I mean, it's ha- 2020 happened that way. Yeah. We got good young talent that's helped this football team. We need another draft like this, not like one player who contributes. All right, we'll do that and more. It's all coming up here. It's a Monday morning edition of the drill. We're at the uh, stadium course where the caddies get to play today. So, yeah, there'll be a baby Ruth in the pool. There'll watch be a, when we're done. Out America. There will. All right, now are you going to kind of well? We'll talk about this more as we go along. We'll also visit with the uh, executive director of the mm. of the event. So All right, good. that'll be fun as well, and see what's what's new and expected this year at the players, which is just about five six weeks away. Love it. All right, this is the drill. Monday morning quarterback divorcementonly.com. Hit it. Yeah. All right, sports concepts and rationalizations coming your way. We call it the ten minute drill. At the end of the drill, end of the drill. He loves to give out prize pack. He calls it razzle dazzle. E, what are you dazzling the boys with today? Oh, snap. I'm getting y'all ready. Valentine's Day right around the corner. Oh. So I got a gift certificate for $50 to be used towards a floral arrangement from Spencer's Designers Floors Gifts and Arrangements. Very nice. This is part Very. of the 1010XL Valentine's Day gift guide. Visit 1010XL.com for more gift ideas. Thank you, E. Thank you very much. Is, uh, I don't, you know, I'm sure you can now reference, is it Slim? Is that Kentucky Jeff's guy Slim? Is Kentucky that what it Slim, is? yes. I don't know. Jeff is in a dark place. Well, well, it's an awful heart. It's an awful. Listen, it's. I I think what happens is because Kentucky struggles like this, it makes me feel like Kentucky hadn't done anything in ten years. And I know they were like a two seed a couple years ago. Have they had? When's the last time Kentucky had a relevant NCAA run? Has it been within the last four years? Because they feel like they're just starting to feel like Calipari's not the guy. Yeah. And I don't know where you go, but you can go better. There's other guys winning a lot more than he is. He got yeah. the one title, and that was now like 12 years ago, Hick. That was Anthony Davis. Right. That yeah. was forever ago. I just – I think as we're getting to the point, man, where Calipari's been a disappointment. And wow. I, I, I just like – it's Slim like this would one, concur. I, I don't this know. is like the one year where it dawns on I me. Mean, I don't know if he's been any worse this year. And they're still good and they're relevant, but they're just not – they're not fearsome, Hick. They're not scary. No. They're just a team. Yeah, yeah. I, and I, that's on him because the other ones are staying the ones that keep their coaches. Now, you have a coaching change. That's that's one thing. And right. I don't, but even Carolina, they've been to a championship game. They're, they're you know, they top five out again. They bottomed out last year, though. Huh? They bottomed out last year. Yeah, but just the year before they were yeah. in it. Sure, sure. You know, I just – you got to – if you're Kentucky, you got to be going to Final Fours. Doesn't look like there's any powerhouse uh, basketball, even more so than football, is incredibly difficult. You have to almost get lucky with your guys and find a chemistry in about thirty games. It because the team totally changes year to year. I mean, Patino, I think, brought in ten transfers to St. John's. It was his first year, obviously, but the days of guys staying in one place for four years and growing together are long gone, man. And that's it's, at every level now, oh, too, yeah, because they, they jump around the other. Oh, yeah. They jump but around. But basketball, you know, you have fewer dudes, and it's got to be difficult, and I don't know. But it's know, great it's, because you look at that that kid connect. Yeah. That dude was second team all conference in some big sky nonsense. He's the player yeah. of the year in the SEC. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he hey. Wasn't, he wasn't even that good the other night. Hey, Northern Colorado, was, what are y'all doing out there? Northern Colorado said, what do you mean? We got them. They, they, you took them. Yeah, <laughs> I guess. Um, but, yeah, so – uh, as far as Florida, I I hate to say this, but I feel like I feel like 
they're better than their record. Yeah, I, 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 I hate. I mean, and, and that's. I think Golden got some good players, and I don't think he's. And again, I'm not an expert, but the, down the stretch, he has not been good as a coach. Now, we got Georgia, and we after blowing a 21 point lead, and then they came back and they beat Kentucky, and everything was hunky dory. And so it's not the end of the world to lose to A and M. By the way, and I told this to Joe Deegan, what a disgrace that school is. <laughs> I mean, you arrest a kid on Friday and you play him on Saturday, and he's your leading scorer. That's that's disgraceful. That's disgraceful. I missed people. that. What was he arrested for? Uh, evading police yeah. is what the charge was. Now, the uh, Joe D told me, oh, it was a small charge. No, it was a desperate move by the by the three piece, and, and because Buzz. his team's on the bubble, and he has to get him out there to play. You went from having a mugshot on Friday to playing in a college basketball game on Saturday. That doesn't feel right to me. That's a, I'm sorry. It just doesn't feel right. A little fast I track. Kid, a little fast I kid, track. I kid a little bit, but come on, man. Seriously. And, and, and again, not sour grapes whatsoever. Uh, yes, it is. Here's the sour grapes. 20 free throws for A&M in the second half, two for Florida. And basically, That's what I said. The, the, and basically what A&M did is they just said, guards, just run into their big men. You'll get fouled. 100%. I, I don't, what what I are we supposed it. to the do? The whistles were terrible. He they just terrible. ran into the yeah. big men, and they would call a foul. All that said, they, they still could have, should have won. Yeah, but they didn't. 15 years John Calipari's been at Kentucky. How many Final Fours do you think he's been to? Three or four. Yeah. He's been to four. Yeah. But here's the problem. First year, 35-3, and three, yeah. Elite Eight. Yeah. Second year, 29-9, and nine, yeah. Final Four. Yeah. Third year. 38-2 and two national champions. Yeah, that was a good time. Okay, then they went to the NIT, but then they came back uh, uh, the, the, his fifth year. Mm-hmm. In, uh, uh, runner-up, lost a championship game. The next year, Final Four. But that's their last Final Four was 2014-15. Yeah. They w- went out in the second round last year. They went out in the first round in 21. They didn't make the tournament uh, the year before. Uh, they went to the uh, Elite Eight the year before COVID. They were Sweet 16 before that. Second round, but Final Four, the last Final Four, and they were 38-1 and one that year, by the way, so Final Four is disappointing. Kentucky, that was one we were at, wasn't it? Yes. Kentucky Jeff told me that if he didn't get Final Four this year, that, that this might be it for him. I'm, I'm starting to maybe think that – and not that he's not a, a good coach, yeah. but there's something missing here. Yeah. I mean, he – Thirty. His first five years, he had seasons thirty-five and three, thirty-eight and two, thirty-eight well, and one. Well, because he back then, you could get the five best players in the country, which he did, and they were great. Now it's different. Now then, then it started not working. And here's where a Kentucky fan would get annoyed. Then he'd show up at the draft, and he, right, like he ruled the room, which he did. But those kids then started doing disappointing things at Kentucky, and they get better as they play in the NBA because they are seasoned. Mm-hmm. But they only get one year at Kentucky, so what's the big deal if you're only going to do one year? So then he started to mix in uh, uh, guys who would stay for a couple years. Then he hit the transfer portal for guys. I mean, so uh, he's, you know, he hasn't, and, and he had another great class this year. So far it hasn't panned out. This could be a lull, though. They might catch fire. It's, it's hard to say. Uh, I wouldn't close the door on Kentucky yet this year. I think they still could do some – do some damage. Tubby, t- Tubby Smith, 76% winning percentage at yeah. Kentucky. Mm-hmm. Uh, John Calipari, 77%. Yeah. yeah. Amazingly similar. Tubby Smith went to – he won a title. What was Patino at Kentucky? Uh, Patino, 81%. Yeah. 
And he and he was, uh, yeah, uh, Elite Eight, Final Four, second round Elite Eight champion runner-up. And then he turned it over to Tubby, who won it that yeah. next year. You can say what you want about that guy, but he can coach. Yeah, I don't know if it's age or, or if next year we should expect something from else. St. John's. I'll tell you what else, man. You keep, you give me these Ken Palm net, net ratings. I mean, what, why and, do you and, put and, it on and, me? Like, it's my system. And, and, and you know, you tell me a Florida's so high, and then I look at Lenardi, and he still has his first four out after we beat Kentucky. I know. What's the deal? That's 65, 66, 69, 70, 71. Uh, yeah, Which I'm, are we? Um, are we in at 32 or are we well, on the outside? Because Lenardi's well, usually pretty thir- spot on, thir- isn't he? 39 in net, though, doesn't equal 61, 62. you got a bunch of people that are going to be behind you in net who are automatic qualifiers who are in. A bunch. Like yeah. every single small conference that gets in is going to have a lower net than you. So That's a problem. So it really puts you back about where they are. They're a little higher than Lenardi's showing up. I'm, I was a bit surprised, but hey. You know what? If they don't win some games down the stretch, they don't deserve to be in. They look like an NIT team to me. Well, they, they got can beat good teams, but you got to win some of these games, man. They got Auburn on Saturday, so they got a week off to get ready. Yeah, so and Tigers will sold, come to town. Sold out, and I don't think Auburn has won in Gainesville since the '90s. I think I read that somewhere, which is amazing because they've had some good clubs, and it's always fun. It used to be fun when Billy and uh, 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 well, I was actually Florida, Tennessee. I like yeah, it used Bruce to be fun Pearl. when Bruce Bruce Pearls is the story there. And uh, they're and this guy is protege Golden. And there's a great moment in Auburn's game this weekend with Johnny Broom. Johnny Broom's their star inside player, and uh, they're playing uh, Ole Miss. Mm-hmm. And Morgan Freeman's courtside. It's at Ole Miss the game. Yeah, Morgan Freeman has a kid or something. I, that one I them, was wondering why he was there. I, I think didn't that's see. what. Anyway, he's sitting courtside, and Johnny Broom. Uh, is got his back turned to him, and so Morgan Freeman, he's getting too close, so Morgan Freeman puts his hand out to, like, help him, yeah. and Johnny Broom slaps his he hand. Does, without looking. Without he doesn't looking, know who's like, behind. Get, get, get your hand off me. He thought it was an Ole Miss fan. Like, don't touch me. And uh-huh. then he turns around and goes, oh, my yeah. God, it's my, I'm so sorry. <laughs> and Morgan Freeman's laughing. Then That's true, too, just the, how you said it. After the timeout, more, Johnny Broom ran over again to apologize. Like, I'm really, I'm, I'm a huge fan. I'm a, he said, I was probably watching one of his movies on the flight over. So I, I thought that was a great moment in, uh, in sports this weekend. And as Auburn, uh, uh, Auburn won that game, I believe. So a uh, shout out to uh, Evan Ingram. He did have a touchdown in yesterday's, mm-hmm. you know, flag football exhibition. Of course, being the flag football uh, version of the Pro Bowl, it came from a receiver. Yes, Keenan, it did. Keenan Allen threw it. Yes, it did. Yes, it did. And, and, uh, uh CJ Stroud, just became Trevor Lawrence these last three months. Like, he took his team. He made the highlight throws in the Pro Bowl. He's the young quarterback everyone's talking about. He didn't win the game. Let's not forget that. Well, neither did Trevor. Let's don't forget that either. Oh, yeah. I mean, but, you know, I mean, C.J. Stroud. But they both a, made a play to give their team Stroud, a lead late. C.J. Stroud, a guy wide open. I'm like, why did he throw it up there? And he threw yeah, it there. I mean, well, what? Hey, you know, he, well, I mean, needs to, he needs to work on his I'm, not, uh, I'm flag tired of the C. I'm not raving about C.J. Stroud okay. anymore. The hell well, with him in right. Houston. I'm not raving about yeah. him. Saying, well, I mean, uh, that's all I yeah. got this weekend. Oh, yeah. C.J. Oh, yeah. Stroud, C.J. Stroud, C.J. Stroud. I'm tired of it. Well, we'll see that first place schedule and a little more expectation next year. We'll see. So we'll see. It ain't going to be that easy. What about my guy here? He's got his push cart. He's got his ski cap. He's going. He's, going, he's just going to go grind right now. He's Before grinding. anybody gets out there with you know with old good electric carts, he's going to be make sure that he's. I mean, he looks like, like he just guy. got here from Glasgow. It's a big week here on Ted Ted XL for the drill. I got to walk to work on Wednesday. Oh, is that already set? The I date? Got, I got Thursday. I got the uh, mayonnaise. Uh, oh, when did all this happen? Throw. Friday, you did all this. Yeah, I mean, well, he set up the all right the condiment stuff, right? He. Oh yeah. 
Daly's sure going to – the dash yeah. going to hook us up with that. It'll be, yeah. At least it'll be good quality for you. Good quality. may have a couple of hairs on it, but it'll be good. <laughs> I think I'm going to shave down before um, before Thursday. That might not be a bad idea. Yeah, I think I'm going to shave down a little bit and get ready for that. So that'll be fun. Um, yeah, so I'm looking forward yeah, to it. Yeah, walk week. to work Thursday. Wednesday. Or Wednesday, okay. Yeah. And then yeah. Thursday we pelt him with sandwich meats, and mm-hmm. he has to make mm-hmm. a Dagwood Bumstead sub. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. And eat it. And eat it. Yeah. You can't just, you know. Right, got to eat the whole thing. Got to eat the sandwich. Oof. You know. Here comes another push cart, man. Uh, yeah, so uh, a lot going on with that. And so it's a big exciting. week here at the uh, station. It's also the, um, you know, I don't, I only call my shot because it's Mrs. P. Mm-hmm. But we have the Super Bowl cook-off this week. The kids love to get together and do the cook-offs. They each cook their, you know, their big meals uh-huh. so, so you can be a champion. Mm-hmm. And I've, uh, I bring in Mrs. P's chocolate chest pie to sweep the dessert category. Oh, you entered her. I did. I, unbeknownst to her. So when is this thing, Gibby? Tomorrow, I think. Yeah, it's tomorrow. It's tomorrow. Yeah. Tuesday. Yes. There may be an open spot in the, 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 the dessert category. <laughs> Mrs. P is just, not prepared at just all. Just talk to yeah. smack. And I did. Here we go. I thought Find it was, out it's tomorrow. I thought it was Thursday. Why would we do it on Tuesday? The game is now on Saturday. Oh, I thought now it was he's Thursday. complaining about what day it is. I hope she's listening right now. The sign-up you, sheet's been outside the Michelle's <laughs> office. Yeah, I know. For a month. Even. Yeah. You know what? I signed up so long ago. It said February. I didn't even pay attention. Oh, you did sign up. Yeah, signed up. That's okay. the problem. Right. I'm signed up right there. Well, I need to go seem, scratch it out real I quick. I need to get her home to the kitchen. <laughs> Turn around. You better head back and do some bacon. Huh? <laughs> That's in the afternoon, isn't it? What? The cook well, What, is she going to stay home from work tomorrow and bake pies? You no, have to do it today. What I'm suggesting I is, won't be there. No, I'm I leaving mean, the pie. You guys declare a winner. <laughs> I'm not going to be there. No. You got to bring I'll, the pie I'll, in, I'll in the, the No, I'll leave it there right you there. You bring it in the morning. It might coagulate. I'll, 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 oh, I'll the pie will be perfect. Uh, I'll yeah. represent. You know yeah, you'll represent. No, I'm not going to stick around for the huh? chili cook-off. All what right. are you talking about? Is it a chili cook-off? I don't know what it is. It's something fun. Some type of cook-off. Who won the... Who won your little uh, obstacle course deal the other day, or whatever that was? Uh, e. Uh, that was skill, huh? That was. Do we have a highlight from that festivity? Yeah, yeah, I won let, my matchup. Let me tell, won his. Let me tell you about. Let me tell you about that. Did something happen? No. Oh, just let me tell you. Let me tell you real quick because okay. we we don't need to spend time on this. And okay. We should probably not even mention. Why? Because it was embarrassing for the station. <laughs> How bad the athleticism oh was! Oh my god! Dude. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you got really dudes throwing like. I mean, it was embarrassing. Like little kids. Like, bro, I. They yeah, should. They really? should be, We should never do that again. I would have. Like, most proud, disappointed though. you from what you thought they were athletic, athletically it, to what the well, video showed. What they did in the video, thank God, is they had quick cuts. Yeah, highlights. So you could, but you could tell highlights. it was like yeah. a bunch of yeah. coordination. And then around. you got you got big mouth back there. I'm, I don't know Who? why I love you so much, but I'm down on you today. It's probably the Laker thing. He's so just take it with a grain of salt. Uh-huh, uh-huh. But we got big mouth down there who can't race Marcel running around like it's nobody's business oh, no. on a bad knee did you, did you and hamstring. And he's like, did, did you see the limp? I mean, he's out there competing like an idiot. I mean, what are we doing? Yeah, you should see me uh, doing the, the, but the I mean, football they had thing. Some, they had I some didn't know what of, I was stepping in here. I just had, a simple question. They had some sort of precision <laughs> passing in these Throwing it like off-handed four-year-olds. It was. Why do you yeah. look like that, Dan? Why are you throwing you used it? To, like we used to. We used it. to describe. Hey, <laughs> that's e, what it was. E, e. Am I wrong? Hey, back am in, I wrong? Back in our day, the country was tough enough that we described that that kind of throwing a certain uh-huh, way. Uh-huh. Oh, God can't forbid you describe it that way. No, 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 oh no! Don't no. 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 hurt anyone's feelings. No, no, don't I'm you do that? Hey, I watch about my performance. Yeah, you shouldn't. 
Oh, I did. Trust me. <laughs> I mean, you should not feel good. I, I, again, not one person on that video should feel good about Is that. Is that bad, huh? I hold out on the cornhole one try. There you Nobody go. else. It's a hole out. It's a cornhole hole out. What about that? Yeah. Huh? A cornhole out, I call that. That's right. <laughs> not to be confused with cornholio. I mean, my, man is, my man is proud about throwing a bean bag. <laughs> Why not? Find pride where you can. It's about 25. It's a win. <laughs> anyway, let's sweep well, that There we go. The that was fun. Now we've uh, gone over the segment. We'll come back. I, um, E641010, come kind, come courteous, come correct. The Valentine's Day prize pack. Is up for grabs. Well, that's exciting. It's a Monday morning quarter at divorcemanonly.com or at TPC Sawgrass for a player's media day. So we'll be talking a little bit about that, let you know what's uh, around the corner for this year's event. Always bigger and better, and now just five weeks away. So keep it locked in where you got it. You're listening to The Drill on 1010XL 92.5 FM. Oh, yeah. Turn it up. Welcome back to the program. Monday out here at the stadium. Boys will go off here at 9.30. We'll go off at 10.10, I think. As soon as we grab the clubs, head on out there and see what we can do. We got breakfast. With I like to hit a lot of balls, Jeff, yeah, in like different spots. Get a, get a, get a lay. I had a really. Lay, lay. We're the pros. <clears throat> I like to challenge myself a little bit. I had an. Uh, you, you know how much I love golf. And my favorite thing to do is if I get invited to play like in a, like the closest thing to competitive golf for our level, which would be like a member guest or some mm-hmm. sort of club championship. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I got to do that this weekend. Just, you know, it's grinding, caddy, walking, mm-hmm. a beautiful golf course. And I had one really good day, man. I shot 76 one day, and it's just so mm-hmm. fun to do that. Of course, 84 the next, and Ooh. see you later, sayonara. But I'm yeah. um, looking forward to following that up with, like you said, this is a what a beautiful Beautiful golf course it is. Ah, nothing better. You lose, we played it so many times. We've been out here so much through the years. I think you probably lose perspective. But, mm-hmm. you know, throw some dude off a plane from Dublin and let him walk around this place. Well, like, listen, wow. I mean, I, I, you know, and I did this over the holidays, and I came out and played with my sons because they had never played here. I realized that, and I was like, man, that would be my Christmas gift to you guys. And so we were able to come out and play. And it's uh, it's a great, you know, it's 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 a great, you know, if you ever get the opportunity, you know, take it. Especially if you're a golf fan and you've either been to the tournament yeah. or watched it on TV. It's always cool hitting shots. Or yeah. It's even more cool. It's not playing today and hitting the shots. It's watching, you know, in six weeks and knowing, oh, yeah, I was right there on that right. hole. Or, oh, yeah, you know, boy, right. that's harder than it looks. Right. I think that's what you really notice is, um, especially around the greens, they make it look a lot easier than it is oh, out here. so in this, good. In this, uh, the, some gnarly rough really at Wyndham this, Clark this made it look easy uh, on Saturday when he tooled around pebble with a uh, did you see the shots of the weather yesterday though the ocean just just coming up onto, onto the, the fairway, fairway. yeah you, you could tell incredible. at that point that yeah there'll be no golf on Monday yeah it's a shame because it's a designated event I, I'd say it's the second most famous golf course in the country maybe the most famous right you know it's Augusta National it's pebble yeah uh, and and like you said there's nothing on the schedule. You're going to get more eyeballs. Right. A shout-out, by the way, to Liv really making that impact. I saw CW dumped out in the middle of the playoff because they had to go to their public access they shows. They still do that. So good, yeah. 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 Right. Really making – really growing the game. Shutting it down mid-tournament in major markets in the country. So I didn't even know it was on. Who I didn't won? either. I, uh, uh, I The dude who shot 59, I, th- I think Neiman won. I don't Neiman. know. Okay. Neiman Marcus. Um, uh, I just – I don't care. Yeah. I th- and by the way, you know what I, I, you realize here, Dan, as we go along? The PGA Tour is fine. Yeah. It's going to be fine. It's yeah. a, another 
league popped up and they tried to just like other leagues pop up and they overpaid for some of your talent. Yeah. But there's still plenty here. There's still the legacy. There's still the competition to achieve what you need to achieve. And they're going to run out of spots over there. You know, so at some point that, you know, that the, the used up live will just, you know, yeah. it, it'll be they'll be playing in the forest. Yeah, it'll be interesting. You know, so it'll be interesting going forward. But nonetheless, uh, yeah, so we'll we'll do that a little bit later. All right. So uh, senior Bowl week, uh, you know, there's talent there on those interior <laughs> lines. Um, I guess and I, I talked about this on Friday a little bit. And so I don't want to beat a dead horse because I want to be an optimistic guy, but I don't. I really ha- I don't have the confidence in the guys making, making the, the decision. Yeah, me. So I said we got we need a lucky draft. I'm, I'm not. I'm not. I I I'm dreading this off season in a lot of ways. Man. You know, I really am. I'm dreading it. I I'm I, not dreading it. I but. am. I'm dreading it, and I I fear. <laughs> the only, we're nine I, and eight. Don't forget that part. Yeah, we're nine and eight. We were eight and three, and I fear that we won't be able to get off the mat from the December swoon. That's I think we I will. Fear. I think Trevor will get us off the map. I think that's why you get NFL teams don't get better. They get better quarterbacks. Yeah. I don't think we got a guy now who's going to go four and thirteen or six and eleven. I don't, I don't think we're near as good. Uh, uh, I think Trevor made us middle of the road. And if we don't get guys around him, uh, we won't be we won't be good enough. Uh, we had this year define. You know what happened? Whereas, whereas we thought we were a year ahead because of the playoff run, and then we just assumed we would take the next step. We really weren't a year ahead. We weren't that good. We're we the got, same. Well, we stayed we the got, same. We got lucky. Yeah. To be nine and eight two years ago, we were lucky. 17-point comeback, 17-point comeback, 17-point comeback. We were lucky. That never happens, by the way. Okay? If it happens once, it's huge. It happened. Think about it. Yeah. Cowboys, Ravens, Raiders. Yeah. There's three. Chargers. Chargers. I mean, so we were lucky. And that pushes our expectation a year ahead, but it didn't put the program a year ahead. And so, in the end, then we come back in year two and – you know, and go nine and eight and have the exact same record. I fear that we're going to be stuck in that middle ground. I, I hope that we have got to find players to help this football team. Because, look, keeping Ridley and Allen are fine, but they're part of a nine and eight football team. You got to find other guys who can help you get better. Here, you know what else is a little bit um, alarming? Mm-hmm. Not like they blew games down the stretch. It was unlucky. They got beat. Like right. all those last games, we just got beat. Yeah. The other team made the plays in the fourth quarter. We Jacksonville turned it over. The, the other team scored. It's not like, you know, like the, the reverse from a year ago. We're just losing to well, teams that you should beat. We played both Super Bowl teams, and they both whooped us, and they both whooped us here. Yeah. So that tells you all you need to know about where you stand. We didn't, I don't think we scored a touchdown against the two teams in the Super Bowl. Yeah, and, and and you the, and I and both know, uh, and we have said this. Well, well Kansas City only beat them seventeen to nine, no, or whatever it was. They took a knee basically inside the ten. Correct. Yeah. They they yeah that was they, both those games were equally dominant. And you're yeah. right. I think a big part of that is is the lines of scrimmage, Dan and and Balky, The biggest fault a year ago is we didn't get better. If you're not getting better, you're getting worse. And so to just just to ride the horses they had and right. to not recognize where you had to get better instead of, you can argue, worse right. than losing Arden Key. 
to your point, I could see being pessimistic about it, but I, I, I'm still looking forward to it, and I hope we have a lucky draft. And if I get a free agent, I'm, Dan, I want a mean guy. I want a guy who's going to get in a fight in his own locker room. Yeah. I need some edge. Yeah, That's silly. That's taking it too far, but you know what I mean. Yeah, it's, uh, so it'll be interesting what they do, how they, you know, again, the NFL rosters are puzzles, and you have to put the pieces to the puzzle together, and you have to make it work financially and, you know, and – in terms of win-loss, but yet and, – and, and the Chiefs and the Niners are interesting to look at because the NFL is such a copycat league, but they are both been built differently. So you can't – like, to me, the Niners are the team that goes out and gets guys. Christian McCaffrey, he's available? Let's trade for Chase him. Chase Young. Vernon Hargrave, let's sign him in free agency, give him a ton of money. Chase Young at the deadline, who, by the way, by all accounts is – they're going to let walk, and he's—they're yeah. not happy with him. No, he, I saw—I saw the list of free agents. He was like thirty-fifth. They don't. It, nobody likes the, the other, Sweat was the one to get. They, they feel like he takes plays off, yeah. and he doesn't. You know. So anyway, he's but, not Miles Garrett. But, you know, you're not getting that guy. But regardless, uh, they took a chance on him. Uh, uh, so you know, and then they got the you know, and then they get Brock Purdy. I read an interesting story in Peter King this morning about he he rode to work with Shanahan, and they talked about the the Brock Purdy pick. And it was a compensatory pick. The last pick was compensatory for losing C.J. Beathard to the Jets. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get compensatory picks this year probably. Yeah. That'll be a first. Juwan so, Taylor will bring us. But of course, it'll, it'll be a. Uh, so they get this compensatory pick, and they're sitting there discussing it. And, uh, you know, Shanahan wants Purdy because he's got him identified as like a fourth-round talent. And, he's, and the owner was like, you know, the other coaches are like, well, we need Special this. Special teams guys, what get, it came yeah, down to. We can get a starter. We can get this. Who knows? And and the owner goes, well, who's the best player on the board? And Shannon said, well, there's no doubt in my mind it's Purdy. He goes, well, what are we arguing about? Let's take him. And so it was the owner and, behold. and the head coach who got him, and he's been more than they could ever dream of. So it's not like you want to give him full credit. And he did confirm the, the Tom Brady story, and he told Brock Purdy, we are going to – Get Brady in here. How cool you'll be! Our you're our long term guy, Brock. But if you're not ready to go because he was coming talking off about the twenty, you're talking about when Brady left to go to Tampa. No, after after that. Tampa, yes. they really they yes. were close to wow. Yes, that he, so this year it would have yes. been. Yes, so if you're not ready to go, God, why wouldn't Brady do that? You think he's he got a ready built team? He wanted to be retired. Wow, he I bet he's. Be I bet he regrets that. I don't know. He's he looks younger he, now than the uh, day he retired. Uh, Benjamin Button, maybe he knew his skills were starting to erode or he was falling off the cliff. But anyway, I've determined they didn't it. do it, and Brock Purdy did come back healthy and was able to have the kind of year. And if you look at Brock Purdy's first two – well, it's not two years because he didn't play a whole first year. But if you look at Brock Purdy's numbers um, at this point in his career – they dwarf in different times, but they dwarf Montana and Young. So. Well, for sure, yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, the the one thing about the uh, Kyle Shanahan coached team is that they have to avoid the albatross that is Kyle Shanahan in the fourth quarter. I'll remind folks: the Atlanta Falcons lost a twenty-eight three lead to the Patriots in the Super Bowl with Shanahan calling the plays and calling them terribly. Pass plays when a run and a field goal literally wins the game. And then don't forget. It was 20-10 to 10 San Francisco, fourth quarter against the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. He did yeah. the same thing. He didn't run the ball. It's the exact same thing. Yeah, he but, threw the ball. But he just had comebacks to beat Green Bay and comebacks I get to beat it. Detroit. So that 
that has helped him. I get it, but there's also this. In Shan- in those two defeats, Shanahan's team, zero points, 39% completion percentage, yeah. 0 for 6 on third down in the fourth quarter of those yeah. two games. Yeah. So that's something that he's got to at least be mindful of. Breakfast with Baselli's next. Let's talk about the Super Bowl matchup. Right. This is the drill. It's the Monday morning quarterback, divorcemanonly.com. Yeah. yeah. All right, bring in the one and only, the uh, Hall of Famer, Tony Baselli, pride of the Jaguars. Talk a little bit about this year's uh, Super Bowl, which is a setup, really, two, two of the better teams in the NFL in the last four or five years are matched up for the second time in their Super Bowl history against each other. Um, Tony, what just initial thoughts on this game? Are you like us? It feels like Kansas City just found their stride at the right time. They just played possum a little bit and got as right as they could, and and – you know, San Francisco somehow is kind of searching for a reset, even being at the Super Bowl. Their defense hadn't been playing great of late. Yeah, good morning. How's everyone morning, doing? Tom. Today? Good. Doing great. Um, doing good bro. weekend. Good weekend. Awesome weekend. We're going to play the stadium course here in about two hours, so life is, is good. Oh, wow. Yeah. How about it's you? Really you working. sound like you went hard this weekend. <laughs> uh, it was a long night last night. Uh, uh, Adam Baselli got married yesterday. Oh, I didn't know that. Congrats. Yeah. Congratulations. Well, good for you. Where's the honeymoon? Um, they're going Parts unknown. The, they're going to the Caribbean somewhere. Yeah, today. of course they are. Yeah. Well, congratulations. Awesome. Yeah. Add to the late family. Night. Late night. I bet. Night. Yeah. I bet. Was it in ja- – where are you? Are you in Jacksonville or was it yeah, a destination? Yeah, it was, at, uh, it was at uh, the Epping Forest Yacht Club. Okay. Wonderful. Uh, Fantastic. Those are fun. Yeah, those are, good. Uh, yeah, those are fun times. It was good. He was uh, so it was good. But yeah, um, good weekend. Uh, did you guys watch the Pro Bowl? I watched a little bit of it. I mean, it might sound blasphemic or whatnot. I'd rather watch that than what the game itself had become. And neither is especially compelling to me. Yeah, I didn't watch. Yeah, I was wondering if anyone watched it. It's, uh, nah, I don't. I mean, ah, the numbers will be good. Yeah. You know, it's. Uh, I didn't. Well, I had it on at work because I was working yesterday. I just. Uh, it doesn't do much for me, but it is what it is. I mean, fifty-five thousand people went to it, Tony. It's which is which is just remarkable to me. Remarkable, remarkable. I mean, now I get. I the one thing I do get is if you were, you know, a kid. Yeah. Your dad with young kids. Yeah. That would be fun. Sure. I mean, my kids would have loved that. Get autographs, see the guys up close. Correct. So I get that. Um, I just don't understand how he. I didn't. I didn't even think about turning it on. It's right. all fun until someone rips an ACL trying to make a cut on a you know skinny post playing flag football. Mm. Then then we'll we'll reassess again. I think. But I look. Here's one thing about flag football too. It's a lot more mainstream. Look, when we were kids, there wasn't much flag football. But now yeah. we grew, our kids played flag football. I think there's like more of a. Yeah, more people around the country can turn on a flag football game and see what they're doing and understand it, right? I mean, not that it was rocket science. Wouldn't be fun for you as a player, Tony. The, all the the, the yeah. center would just snap it and sit there. Like, Tony would the demand quarterbacks. What, what, the, what did the offensive linemen do? That was it. They, no, they, they didn't play. Yeah, they get to uh, do like tug of war and and uh, and like pull like wheelbarrows and stuff during the intermissions. That's what they got to that do. Sounds Show terrible. monkeys. Yeah, yeah terrible. <laughs> uh, but they had to do something because the game was unwatchable. What it be, had become? Yeah, it, it became disgusting. Now, Tone, do you go to Vegas? Are you going to the Super Bowl or no? Uh, I'll be there. Got a couple events I got to do. I'm not okay. staying for the actual game. I'm going to fly back Saturday. Okay, that's pretty common. A lot of people like oh, even yeah. even celebrities that will go there for the week mm-hmm. will will fly back. Mm-hmm. Only so many seats in the stadium. Is is 
we wondered this earlier, Tony, and we haven't, you know, I haven't been, a, I, I think, we haven't had any off-field distractions at the Super Bowl in a while. I mean, it seems like it's been a while until we've had a legitimate, if there is a place that can offer a distraction or a, a storyline that could steal the headlines for, you know, 24 hours this week, it seems like Vegas will be kind of dicey. Yeah, I don't think, I don't think it will be any guys in the game. Okay. I can see like some other shenanigans happening, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, like that players. Yeah, 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 yeah. That yeah. wouldn't surprise me. Well, we've um, had some posses. We've had some entourages get into some brawls out there through the years. Pat yeah. Grant's crew ran through there amok. What's the guy, uh, the, 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 the Chandler uh, Jones? He, he, you know, he bonded and weaved yeah. his way through some scenarios. So, yeah, you, to your point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can see shenanigans happening, but I don't – like the players, it's such a big game. Yeah. Um, tell that tell that to Eugene Robinson and Stanley Wilson and uh, yeah, but that, the center uh, but my for point the Raiders. Is, who went, okay, it's, three, it's like three or four guys in 75 yeah. years. And that's a long time. But all those are long time. Those are all yeah. 20 years ago, too. I just yeah. – of late. Yeah, I, mean, I, I just temptation, think it, temptation is knocking right across the street, Tone. <laughs> I wonder where they put them. I, my not, guess is Not on the strip. <laughs> uh, yeah, my guess is they're almost out of Vegas, I bet. Yes. During the week. Um, the uh, Chiefs practice at the Raiders facility. That I know. So that's like in Henderson or somewhere. I yes, think, that's right. Mistaken. That's correct. That's correct. So, um, yeah. I'm, All right. The I, Chiefs are staying at the Westin Lake Las Vegas Resort and Spa. Mm-hmm. The 49ers are staying in the Hilton Lake Las Vegas Resort and uh, Resort and Spa. I don't know where those are. I don't know, I don't where, know where those are. Close to the Strip or not? But that's where they're staying. Golf resorts, basically. Makes sense. But here's the thing. Mm-hmm. Yes, Vegas, there's a lot to do. Mm-hmm. But name every Super Bowl city they go to. You're yeah, there sure. for a week. That's there's fair. things. There's, I mean, LA, like, yeah. Yeah. Miami. I feel like yeah, Miami. Miami's nothing yeah. going on. No. Nothing I feel going like on Vegas. <laughs> you know what I said, though, Tony? I feel like Vegas has something from every one of those cities, and it's all right there. Depending on where, which direction you want to go, but anyway, um, to your point, you also have two experienced teams here. Yeah, I just, veteran I don't teams. Think, yeah. yeah, I I don't think they'll be. I'd be yeah. shocked. Yeah, I'd be shocked if there was something. I mean, and, and yeah, I think if too. you look at you look at the history of the league, there's very few times is a guy who's actually playing the game get caught. We're doing. Let me ask you. Let me let me ask you this: Is is I was going to say unless you know, Mister Mahomes is heading to Vegas. Is there oh, any my. uh any is that way on the – is that a distraction, like, for Patrick? I mean, he's got – I mean, clearly, we should appreciate Patrick Mahomes a lot even more than we do because he's got a, you know, kind of a crazy family over there, man, for goodness sake. Well, he's got a brother who's – that I, I don't want to say a problem. It's his brother, yeah. but has made the news for being arrested. Yes, yes. Um, his dad – what I read, and I don't want to get this wrong, but I think just got busted for his third DUI. Third. Yeah, they, the they second he got... went to jail. So, and clearly, and by the way, every time I, I've said this for a long time, I mean the guy's got a drinking problem because every time I've seen him get interviewed, yeah, yeah. he's hammered. Hammer. Yeah. So I would Dan, suggest to Dan, him that he... uh, Dan, way to go out on a limb after the third <laughs> DUI, you might have a drinking problem. Should I call you Doctor Hicken? Well, you can if you'd like. Yeah, uh, uh, counselor. That would counselor be. Hicken. I'll say this: Is it a distraction? I, it has to be, doesn't it? I mean, that's oh, your dad. Yeah. I would now think. I don't. 
But at the same time, I don't know his relationship um, right. with his dad. Well, he's at every game. I, okay. I bet you it's not a distraction. I mean, I, I mean, when you it don't matters, think? I don't, I don't think so. I mean, I don't know. You, the, by the way, none of us can answer this without knowing what kind of per, you know day to day relationship yeah, he has with his dad. Is it a, is it a yeah. fair question, Tony, to ask him about it? Yes. Yeah. Super Bowl. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's a distraction. I mean, think about this. I mean, hey, your dad seems to be a bit of a drunk. Your thoughts? <laughs> no, but like your dad. I mean, forget about the questions. The questions are easy to handle because. You know, someone on Patrick's team has told him it's coming. That's how you answer yeah. it. Right. I mean, like, you're getting ready. You got a wife. You got your mom. I mean, it's already a little bit of distraction. Get everyone who's going to what tickets, where everyone's staying, blah, blah, right. blah, blah. Right. Well, then all of a sudden you get a call in the middle of the night. Hey, can you come bail old dad out of jail? Right. Dad was in I mean, Tyler, Texas, I believe. I think. Yeah, I but think I mean. Ma- I, I think just, mama I had to take care of that one. But it has to be a distraction. Yeah. I mean, the fact that you're thinking about it. Right. I just thought, of, you know, again, not not exactly what you want to have happen, right? No, <laughs> I mean, it, obviously, I mean, it's not a, I mean, we joke about it. We yeah. made well, quips. Not it's not, I mean, it's, no, but it's a tough, a tough deal. It's disgraceful for it's disgraceful for the father. I mean, my God, dude. It's terrible. Get, get a driver, times. you dumbass. I mean, there's, again, there's Ubers. Yeah. Uber. It's, in this day and age, if you've gotten two, and now you're going to get your third, and your second one you went to jail for 40 days. Good luck. Yeah. They're saying like two two to ten years this time. Yeah. Like unavoidable. Oh, you're, going, you're yeah. going to jail. Yeah. Yeah. Golly, man. That's uh, dumb. It's dumb. It sucks. It's, it's, uh, who who, who, who do you think is going to win the game, Tony? Um, who do I think is going to win the game? Uh, I just got a feeling it's Chiefs with yeah, Mahomes. Me too. Yeah. I don't trust the Niners. I don't trust Shanahan. He's really folded. Oh, up I think Shanahan's games. a great coach. I do too. But I've watched him blow games, the most important ones, and so it bothers me. It sticks with me. Falcon um, thing. No, it's not just the Falcon. That 49er team were up 20 to 10 in the fourth. There's seven minutes to go, and this dude's throwing the football. Yeah. You've got to run clock. It's not that hard. Yeah. So um, I just I don't trust that. His fourth quarter collapse in those two Super Bowls is, is – um, Remarkable. I, I think Kansas City. I, you know, Purdy's great. I don't know if he's ready for this yet. We'll yeah. see. Well, Kansas I'll defense this. is terrific. So yeah. it'll be a great. Well, challenge. this is how, this, this is how I look at it. Mm-hmm. Kansas City's better at the quarterback position. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, their interior offensive line is better than the Niners. Niners are probably better at tackle. Um, tight end, slight edge to the Forty Niners. Kittle, just because he's younger, better blocker, Ooh. but both great receivers. Wow, Kittle's the best. Kittle's the best all-around tight end in the NFL. Well, I mean, there's, there's okay. no doubt about it. Right. I'm just telling right. you. There's, I mean, no. I believe not, you. I you know better than me, but I, I would rather have Kelsey. No, I'll take Kittle all day. Okay. The Forty Nine ers are better at wide receiver. Mm-hmm. But if you look at defense, Chiefs are better in the secondary. The 49ers are better barely at linebacker because those two linebackers for Kansas City are studs. Yep. And the D-line, in the D-line, I think it's a wash. And I yeah, actually think yeah. Kansas City might be better because they're better against the run. Mm. So my point is, it's I like I – Better at the important spots. Yeah, I actually think the Chiefs – might just be the better team. He, Sal Powell said something, Tony, that uh, I Sal saw. Powell. Uh, he said something that I really – got <clears throat> white teeth. 
He does. It's good for him. Um, I <clears throat> he, he said something that really I was like, wow. You know, he said, I've been 32 Super Bowls. I, I never have I been to a Super Bowl where the narrative were for one team is we need a reset, right? Like the 49ers need a reset. Their defense has disappeared, Tone. They're just getting lit up. I mean, they won the two games. Yeah. But that defense down the stretch and in the postseason has just not played like a team that can win the Super Bowl. So mm. it's yeah. credit to them that they're here, right, that they're in the game. But I just don't – I feel – like, they're not playing good enough defense to beat the Chiefs and how good they are, you know, on both sides of the ball. But but it, it is remarkable. We're, you're a Super Bowl team. We need a reset. Well, right. Well, and the way he reset? said it, I was I like, yeah. 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 I'll take a reset if we're getting the Super Bowl. Yeah. And that's their, by think. the way, and that's the Niners, you know, verbiage. You know, that's not the no, media yeah, putting yeah, it yeah, on. I, yeah, yeah, no, I get that. But I guess, and I, I hear you about the Niners' defense. You know, not playing great. Um, but here's the thing: the Chiefs can't score can't score points. They haven't been. I I, I don't think they're going to score points. I think, I think Rasheed Rice is the real wild card. Yeah, the... I'm just telling you, don't think you so? I, not I, good enough. No, I think he's a good player. I think the only way they really going to score points is to get Pacheco going because the Niners are not a great run defense. Is that right? Okay. Yeah. If the Niners get a lead. And can unleash and start rushing the passer and be more kind of play their more aggressive style defense. It'll be interesting, but um, I think it's a real close game. I really do. Good because like, Mahomes so good. I think as far as the way they play offense, the Niners, which Shanahan does with, and with McCaffrey, he's going to be a problem. Um, so I, I do think it's going to be a really good game. I think it's going to be a good game. Hey, we've Tom. had good, we've had good Super Bowls lately. You know, except yeah. for the Tampa, Kansas City, the last four or five have all been good, close games. Hey, to Tone, end. I got a, a philosophical question because you said yeah. something that stuck st- stuck with me. You said I think Kyle Shanahan is a really good coach, and I would probably agree with that. Of course, he is. He's look at his pedigree, but I'm, I'm watching all these. I'm watching all these uh, coordinators just kind of get recycled, yeah. you know, and I'm I'm wondering like. Oh man, I I, I I don't feel like like why on earth would the Raiders hire this Getsy guy? Um, and it makes me wonder if they're going to go after Justin Fields, by the way. Um, but I just I don't get the whole uh, uh, recycling. Why don't you go try somebody new, somebody different? Um, and in the end, is it everybody know everything as far as the coaching, and it just comes down to that player. Like, how does a coach make a difference, a coordinator tone? Oh, I think a lot. I think um, – Tell me. Tell me how. Well, I, okay, one, I think anyone can draw plays up. Like, mm-hmm. okay, great. But, I mean, but tying together your your pass game to your run game where they're coordinated and they make sense. And so you build off another. So you can, because you can disguise play action pass, you can do a lot of interesting things. And so I think that takes skill. I think being able to be having thinking about an offense with multiple formations, but really, you know, running the same plays out of different looks to keep you know give you an advantage. Um, and then I think how you teach it and, right. and and the ability to communicate it is important. I think then how, how seeing the game, being able to call it in rhythm, mm-hmm. I think that takes a skill set. Um, but I think the biggest thing to me, like Kyle Shanahan, I think is one of the best offense coordinators, is because his his offense is everything's tied together. Right. 
his run game and what they're doing inside, outside zones, multiple formations. He has probably like four or five run plays, but like ten out of ten to twelve different formations. Right. And then he'll build the pass game and the play action pass off of that, where he'll move the pocket, take pressure off the, the you know the quarterback as far as uh, you know having a single launch point. So you're moving off the run game. Um, uses guys, you know. Creative. It's creative how he uses guys like a McCaffrey and a, a Debo Samuel. So mm-hmm. I just think you like look at that offense and how it's designed and how it's put together. It makes sense. It's not just a bunch of plays thrown together. Yeah, but we watch like like that's where I kind of go to the, like the head coach though because like I look at Kansas City and Andy Reid and all the success he's had and he's had different like he had that naggy guy who everybody mm-hmm. hated in Chicago, but yet all of a sudden they're you know or. Saban at college where these guys go back through the car wash and resurrect their careers because of, but I think it's more because of the head coach than the coordinator. So I think it's interesting. Well, it depends outside. Now you live inside that. And so, you know, better than I, so if you get, it can, no, but from, Dan, it can be uh, both. Like yeah. it can be both. I'll, and I'll give you two examples. Mm-hmm. Andy Reid is a brilliant offensive mind. Right. So if you, if you're the coordinator going to at Kansas city, Andy Reid is part of that coordination of your offense mm-hmm. i mean he's involved it's like doug peterson everyone like wants to kill press doug, like doug peterson's calling that as much as press they're doing it together right like doug peterson's in an offensive mind okay that's one way to think about it then if you look at a place like detroit and dan campbell dan campbell mm-hmm. well dan campbell's not calling the offense right I mean that's that's Ben Johnson. He's the coordinator, and so you look at a guy like Dan Campbell. He is more like CEO type over the entire organization team. Right. Here's our philosophy. Now he is telling the offense and defensive coordinators of how he wants to play, sure. and this is the style, and this is what I want. And he's probably more on the offensive side because he's an offensive coach. Mm-hmm. But Ben Johnson is responsible for designing, putting together. And knowing firsthand, I mean, he is a very good coordinator because everything is the run game's tied to the pass game, vice versa. You know, how they design it, how they teach it. Great coordinators are able to utilize the talent that they have. Let's not ask guys to do things they can't. Right. Um, and so, you know, but that's Ben, that's more of Ben Johnson's offense with Dan Campbell's influence of how they want to play compared to an Andy Reid. Like, you go to right. Kansas City, you're running Andy Reid stuff. Why you coordinate uh, it. You put them together, but that's Andy Reid. Why didn't uh, Belichick, Vrabel, Ben Johnson? It seems like the better coaches didn't get jobs this cycle. The Ben Johnson was interesting because the reports he he had the job, and then there was some falling out around money or something. In, well, what, in remember way maybe he looked at the roster real quick. No, that's yeah, he great. Might. You're in a great spot. You think you're going to get a quarterback? Yeah, I mean, yeah, he's second exactly pick. He's want. a second overall pick. Yeah, and he was, I don't understand what happened there. He's going to, I mean, going to get five or six years. Well, you remember old. way back when they were saying he wanted fifteen million? Maybe that was true, and maybe they're like, "I'm not giving you fifteen million. Yeah, I don't know. Here, so th- that was a weird one. That's shocking. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the Belichick. I think people took a step back. Like, I mean, if you look at Belichick, he's great Hall of Famer, one of the greatest ever. Yeah, but you look. But you go look at his record without Brady. It's not all that good. Yeah. Um, and maybe he wanted too much control. I would like if you look at also like yeah. yeah. Bill, well, I'll, I'll, hire what, though, co- I'll hire you. I'll hire you as the coach. Yeah. 
But I don't want you making the personnel decisions, baby. I, I don't know. Th- I get that, but I mean, gee whiz. I man. get it for a good established Raheem team. Raheem Morris you're... over Bill Belichick, Callahan over Bill Belichick, Mike McDonald or the Doobie Brother over Bill Belichick. I mean, or Mike Rabel. I mean, what? I I I don't know. Yeah, man, it's just weird. I think yeah. And then Rabel, I was surprised that too. I thought he'd for sure get a job. Do you not be the best interviews. I mean, do you know him salty. at all, Tony? Is he a prickly guy? He looks like he's a prickly guy. Yeah, he's a little bit of like a, in a good way, in my opinion, though. Okay, I like it. Yeah, um, yes, you do. You're one of them. <laughs> yeah, it's true. And but you're I, also I mean, prickly. So there's a lot more a common prickly. than you know. Yeah, <laughs> and I think also Bill probably said like he would. I, I think he's probably more selective and like saying I'll come, but this is what I want. This is how it's going to work, and blah blah blah. Because yeah. I think he. I think him taking a year off doing TV is probably not. He probably said, "Let me take, catch my." He might my want to take a look at that birth certificate, Tony, if he's going to chase down a record. Yeah, he might kiss that record goodbye, bro. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if he, he might not get back in. Which yeah, he might not. You wonder. He might yeah. not. Do you think he thought he would get right back in, or do you think he like? I don't know. Yeah, I don't that's know. A great. It's to me is the interesting part with him. I was a little bit shocked he didn't have a job. Yeah, I just thought. I was, thought the foul. I mean, whatever. Yeah. So Atlanta. Now there is some rumor that he's he was not overly excited about this, and he is waiting for the Giants or the Cowboys next year. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Or the Eagles. I heard the Eagles. Or the Eagles. Yeah. So he might be like, yeah, like he might have said, I don't want to go to Atlanta. I want. Yeah. That could I mean, who be. knows? Yeah. I have no it's idea. It's interesting though. It's interesting. It is. All right, my man. Well, good stuff as always. Next year, next week, we'll review the uh, the game itself and see what. Yeah, game. We'll break down the game. All right, my brother. Well, congrats on the wedding again. What a perfect right, day guys. to have the wedding on Reality Sunday, where there was no sports. That's true. It was great. <laughs> well, it was kind of, the weather was kind of dicey at times yesterday, though. Was it? I it guess got nice. At, more north. Uh, the, yeah. Tomorrow night it was not. I mean, uh, excuse me. Last night was nice, though. Yeah. Good. Perfect. Beautiful. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. All, All right, right, my man. Cool. All right. See you, Tone. See you. Thanks, Tone. Bye. All right, that's Breakfast with Sally. We'll be back with uh, more on the other side. E.T., when we come back, there's something new about this year's Super Bowl. When I saw it, I thought of you, so I'm going to have a question for you. You're going to see if you can identify a person that I'm about to share with you. I like that. Deal? Okay, we'll do that when we return and more. It's the Monday Morning Quarterback, (sighs) DivorcementOnly.com. Back uh, as usual, we happy uh, happily take a little bit of a lump. Sally puts us off the broadcast clock a little bit, but uh, well, we enjoy. Good to pick his brain for yeah. sure. I I think that uh, Et will know who this person is. I know you don't, so I'll ask you first. Uh, Dan, could you uh, tell me mm-hmm. either what sport or what area of influence is uh, Tiesto? You know who Tiesto is? Ah, Tiesto. Tiesto is, is he, a, uh, a uh, Tiesto. Tiesto is one of World the World Cups in the news a little bit. Yeah, Tiesto. He's a Brazilian uh, left winger for yeah. um That's a good guess. For uh Yeah, cuz they're always they're always one name. Yeah. Tiesto, right? I yeah. think I think Tiesto actually is a uh is not been covered for Uruguay. No, that's that's incorrect. Oh. Would you like another guess? Tiesto. Can you tell me who Tiesto is? Tiesto is uh, a singing sensation, a Latin uh, singing sensation. That's won closer. Best Grammy last that's night. That's closer. Mm-hmm. That's closer. Mm-hmm. ET, do you know who Tiesto is? Yeah, Tiesto get down on them on ones and twos on them turntables. DJ. DJ. I uh, almost called him DJ Tiesto. That would have been like Andre. <laughs> like, yeah. He's a DJ. His name yeah. isn't DJ Tiesto. Well, Tiesto in the NFL as they continue to evolve for the first time. You know what we're going to have at the Super Bowl this year? Oh boy, Tiesto. In game DJ. Oh that's, DJ. oh, that's going to be live. See, I think you would like that. That's what I said. Tiesto will be at Alajan Stadium in uh, Vegas. 
He'll perform a set before I'm sorry, the. What did you say? Allegiant. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you it, said Allegiant. I did. I meant to say Allegiant. Uh, Tiesto. Will, <laughs> I didn't even notice. No, uh, I thought Tiesto, I did it on purpose. Yeah. <laughs> Tiesto will perform. I was. I had Tiesto in his proper I guess pronunciation. So. Um, Tiesto will perform a set before the game as Kansas City and San Francisco warms up on the field, and then he's going to stick around and play during the breaks in the action, E.T. Oh, oh I like that. Uh, Tiesto, via NFL.com, says he's very excited to be a part of the Super Bowl. Incredible uh, that it's his favorite place, Las Vegas. How much is he making for this? Um, okay. <laughs> I don't know the price. Let's cut to, let's cut to the uh, – I will say the director of event presentation for the NFL, Tim Tobito. I yeah. see what happened here. Tobito, Tiesto, there's something going on. Ali John. Said the addition <laughs> of an in-game DJ is a nod to the culture of the city as well as a way to continue to improve yes. the experience for fans. Each year we look to elevate the in-stadium. I promise you this, as long as Tiesto doesn't blow at ET, uh-huh. this will be, be the new normal. Absolutely. Okay. You're, you're going to set him up in the corner of the stadium. Uh-huh. He'll have all the going around him. You're going to take a shot at him on the big screen as we come into and out yep. of timeouts. Yep. It's coming, Nick. Yep. I've got a bigger question. For E, for the culture. I'll add me. Yeah, we've got a situation last night that's going to need some explaining. Okay, talk to me. I uh, guess it got know, to do with the Grammys. Well, it had to do with the Grammys uh-huh. and our guy, Killer Mike. Killer Mike. What Killer. Happened? Killer Mike. Killer Mike won three Grammys last night. Who's Killer Mike? Killer. Rap star. Oh, his name is Killer Mike? Yeah. Uh-huh. Is it not Killer Mike? No, Killer with an A. Killer. K-I-L-A. Oh, Killer, killer. Mike. Yeah. Now, did Killer actually kill anyone or no? Nah. Probably killer, not. But killer, he's, kind of a, he's kind of a fat guy, right? Big, yeah, big bone. Yeah. Uh, killer won three Grammys, oh, like best him. rap album, best rap song. What was the song, E.T.? And then he came off the... Harps uh, a song for me. Let me hear uh, what it is. Uh, then, he, then he came off the stage and he was arrested, E. He's no Tiesto. What? They cuffed him and dragged him away. His name's, his name's Killer. I mean... E, what happened to e, Killer Mike last I'm, I'm night? What about Killer Mike I'm, and the rest I'm, of getting served, summoned right there on stage? No serve. It yeah. was, I'm still trying to figure out like why he got arrested, too. You don't know? I don't know. Somebody said, and I don't know this to be true. Again, I am not a Grammy expert, but again, I was at work last night, so I had the Grammys on. And, uh, boy, that is a strange bird. Grammys. Those, uh, those musicians are even worse than the entertainers. But anyway. There's some strange birds. Or than, than the artists or whatever, the movie people. But anyway. Uh, All those somebody, actors, Dan. Actors. That's what I was looking for. Anyway, somebody said Killa punched somebody in the crowd, and they had it on video, and so they called the cops. The cops came and arrested him. I don't know that to be the case. I need to know what happened with Killa Mike, though. Yeah, can't do that, Killa Gram- Mike. What happened at the uh, Grammys last night? Killa Mike, it was the best of times. It was the worst of times. I'd say you go strike from, uh, right from performing there on stage. It wasn't performing. It was winning. Oh, it was a winner? Three Grammys. Suddenly you're in cuffs. Now he's cuffed and dragged he's, away. He's, he's punching Mike. That's what he is. Do we, <laughs> e, can you can you get me an answer before the show ends? I'm gonna try to find out because I'm, I'm curious. Sources. I also need to know what the rap song of the year is. It was. Uh, I want to say it was scientists and engineers. I, I, and honestly, I, I'm a fan of Killer Mike. Smart guy. He's a he's, he's very well spoken guy. A smart guy. Never yeah. never heard of the song. Like I was oh. surprised, especially whenever I saw who he was up against. I was surprised. Huh. And then I saw. Um, hey, Ola. What's uh, <laughs> what's uh. Beyonce's husband's name. Jay Z. Jay Z. Yeah, he had he had some controversial things he was saying up there. Uh-huh, on stage. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And then I saw uh, this one was this one uh, was was sweet. But uh, do you remember Joni Mitchell well, from like way back in the sixties? Yes. Okay, yeah. God bless her. I mean, she's she a little was, teenage singer. 
Pepsi back oh, in the day? Well, she has some great songs. Okay. Uh, Liz, um, I don't know them. You would, we know, missed, you would know the song. We missed one question last week, and I needed you. It was, uh, it was uh-huh. Gypsies, Tramps, and Thieves. Yeah, yeah. Who oh, doesn't know yeah. that? Yeah. Cher. Yeah. Carly Simon, I went with. Gypsies, Tramps, that's, and that's Thieves. That's the one I know. I should have Anyway, Joni Mitchell last night, with sitting down, sang her hit song, got through it, but I guess she's she's like yeah, she's ninety, a, yeah, yeah, and has had some health issues, and it was it was it was sweet. We're good. And I was like, because you looked up, I looked up, I'm like, who is that? And then I heard the song, I go, that might be Joni Mitchell. Can I offer up a anyway? That's can, enough. Of can, I, can I Grammys? Can I offer up a pest of the day before we go to break, please? My pest of the day is defense in the NBA. Mm-hmm. I mean, look, I know we ride. By the way, pest of the day is brought to you by Mission Pest Solutions. Uh, had them out to the house last week. What awesome, like, customer service. And so much of what you do these days, when, when you, you know, have a relationship with one of the companies that you're going to use over and over, you got to get that best customer service. I get it with Mission Pest Solutions, not to mention not going to see a single pest within sight. That's for sure. Call 944-PEST today. Mention you heard it on 1010XL, and you will get uh, 25% off your initial um, treatment. Um, it's, it's defense in the NBA, Dan. I mean, is there no pride with NBA players anymore? Are they just like it's all about how many can I score and nothing else matters? Because people ought to be embarrassed. Dudes are going for 60 once a week now. Yeah. Steph Curry went for, by the way, consider this. The Atlanta Hawks gave up what to Luka? 73, was it? Yeah. Okay, not a week and a half later, they're giving up 60 to Seth, to Steph Curry. They're just not trying. We had well, Embiid went in the 60s earlier. We've yeah. had like four guys go 60, 70 plus already. Yeah. I mean, listen, I, I know that uh, the chicks dig the stat line and the scoring and all of the high-flying antics is – does anybody care about playing defense anymore? Nobody. Are, are you not embarrassed when you go home and the dude that you're covering hit you for 60? Huh? Nobody. Should it not be Should it not be at some point some sort of priority to let him not get 73 one day? OG Ananobi. Ah, pest of the day. I mean, by the way, my Hawks are red hot. Look out, Clippers tonight. Oh. Yeah, I mean, we beat those Lakers. I'll let E.T. know about that. Don't you ah. give yourself. We beat the Warriors. <laughs> we beat the Suns. I don't know what the heck's ah. going on. We're terrible. Mm-hmm. Uh but, yeah, defense in the NBA is the Hawks give up. They've given up a 60 and a 73 in, like, their last five games. Mm. What are we doing? A lot of points. That's today's Pest of the Day, brought to you by Mission Pest Solutions. We continue with the drill next on Monday Morning Quarterback, DivorcementOnly.com. All right, welcome back to the uh, program. Just because I'm in the mood right now and because we're in this golf setting, this beautiful golf setting and the uh, – uh, a gift from the heavens, this 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 stadium course. We have two tickets to Wednesday's practice round. Oh, nice. To hand out right now. And E will take uh, your call at 641-1010. Going to also throw like in a $25 Vs uh, gift card. So, yeah. Really? Oh, we're just what giving them away. All right. So, we'll do all that right now. 641-1010. You don't have to be caller number whatever. You just need to be kind and courteous and correct. And E will ask you a litany of questions. And if you pass the E test... Then you'll win. I will. But it's up to him. It he is. is the judge, the jury, and the executioner. Did you ever think <laughs> of Lad McConkey as an NFL type receiver? Uh, they rave about that dude, man. They say he's like the best route runner to think so. I yeah. saw one of the dudes project he may enter as the bottom of his first round. I mean, uh, I don't for know real. About that, but uh, uh, you know, 
Yeah. I, if you're trying to find a later round guy, um, I don't think that Lad McConkie will go before round three or four. His size is, I don't, I don't know. But, you know, he, he and the uh, Gator are both getting that kind of love coming out of there. And the, the Gator, of course, being uh, Ricky Pearsall. Yes. Who is also just uh, fantastic. But I saw, you know, some comparisons to some late round guys that have hit. Uh-huh. Uh, Pearsall, they give his comp as Jacoby Myers. Uh, about Myers, they say he was an unheralded player with excellent route running and receiving skills. Pearsall played that role in 2024, being one of a handful of receivers who got open regularly. This is talking about at the Senior Bowl. Mm-hmm. Another receiver, Lad McConkey from Georgia, was an even better route runner than Pearsall, but he doesn't have um, Jacoby Myers' size. Pearsall was much closer to Myers in that regard. Could be the better receiver in contested uh, situations. So um, those, those two dudes uh, opening some eyes at, at yeah. the Senior Bowl this week. Um, there, there's some, there's some decent uh, talent. Let's hope they find the right ones. I yeah, know that's what it always comes back to, though. Yeah. And that's why I just yeah. get depressed. I, I, I sigh when I hear this. We need some 2021 luck. Yeah. We need that. We need that because you got to get lucky when, when they're just when they're trying to determine when they're deciding between two or three. I promise you, if you go back at these disappointing draft picks, Dan, mm-hmm. if you could be a fly on the wall and see the other names they were kicking around, yeah. I bet you we've got four or five really good players that we that that. that we decided against. Yeah. You know, you yeah. – and I don't – to your point, mm-hmm. I'm not putting it on the, you know, on on the skill set of Trent Balky in that front office to pick the right guy. So, I'm hoping we just get lucky. And when they have those three guys they're considering, that this time they'll go with the one who actually, you know, plays to that billing. It's going to be an interesting offseason in terms of the NFL, and you look at some of these teams. Like, the Raiders hired this Luke Getze guy, and I wonder if that means that they're going to try to get Justin Fields. He was the Bears – Offensive coordinator Taylor Dahl absolutely can't stand him. So, uh, you know, and she watches every Chicago Bears football game. So I'll, I'll defer to her. But I scratched my head over that one. It looked like they had Kingsbury. <laughs> Kingsbury ends up going to Washington. Excuse me. You all right? Mm-hmm. Well, we got a problem. We got an issue over here, ladies and gentlemen. I may have to Heimlich. Heimlich, do you need me? Do you need me to grab you? Are you sure? I'm getting up right now. Coffee. Killed my There we go. Coffee went down the wrong. Oh yeah. Well, I just gonna have to give him the Heimlich, Dan. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah. ready. I was ready to jump up and grab him. Nah, I put up the stop sign with a hand. You know that <laughs> arm straight I'm out. Good, oh, I'm yeah, good. No, I'm good. We don't need that. We're e, good. e, it would have been on the stream too. Yes, sir. Yeah, it's yes, true. Sir. Would have been yeah. right there on the stream. I would have saved the stream. Saves life. I would have went viral. We should have faked it. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. This quote unquote sandwich they brought us that could have choked up a person too. Can you do me a favor, Pros? Let's do this. Let's get viral. Go ahead and roll a little piece of biscuit in your mouth there. Start choking. Yeah, I'll come there. We'll stage this thing. I'll pop it. You shoot it out towards the camera, right? You spit it out towards the camera. I'll be a hero, and we'll go viral. It may land right on the lens. We'll win many. We'll win awards. I'll be like, you know, hero of the year and stuff. Me and you will go on the on the speaking circuit. It'll be fantastic. It's the nemesis that never was right there. There he is, the gutless, gutless got, his, Marce- got his running shoes on. Gutless Marcel Robinson is here, E. He's gutless too now? Oh, he is. Oh. He's gutless. Well, Marcel's like, that ain't cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, guys remember Le'Veon Bell? Oh, yeah. No. He's a fighter now. Uh, Le'Veon Bell now says he's going to come back to the NFL this year. Hadn't played since 2021, but oh. he's planning to train this spring to see if his body is ready for a return to the gridiron. Probably out of money after his some <laughs> yeah. stupid financial <laughs> Made moves. one of the all-time dumb dumb mm. plays, didn't uh-huh, he? Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, says he wants to play for the Steelers. Problem is they got two pretty good running backs, to be honest with you. Yeah. Uh, one of whom did something that Bell couldn't, and that's run, I believe, for 1,000 three years in a row for Najee Harris. Now, 
That ain't what it used to be. Le'Veon Bell is how so, old is? I mean, does so Le'Veon Bell have finished. to be thirty-five years old though? Yeah, he's don't. don't I mean, we, we, he was an All-Pro in fourteen and sixteen. But yeah. the problem is that's ten years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he is the owner of several Steelers franchise records: most all-purpose yeah. yards in a year. He had twenty-two hundred yards one year, yeah. all-purpose. Yeah. Most receptions. He was great, running dude. Back. Yeah, he was very. And then good. he decided to take a year yeah. off. He and turns not make thirty-two any money. this month. Thirty-two. Thirty-two. Yeah. Not that old. Yeah. Golly. I Seems still, older. I mean, if Dalvin Cook has lost it. Then how yeah. we expect Le'Veon Bell to? Let's see. Who who should I sign? Derrick Henry or Le'Veon Bell? Right? <laughs> I think I'll go with Derrick Henry. In other news, the Jags have uh, <laughs> now they've signed Le'Veon Bell. No, oh, Jags. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. So I wonder if Fields is in play there. It's pretty clear to me the Bears are going to take Caleb Williams. Uh, Brendan I, Rice, Brendan Rice came out this week, played with him at USC, and said, if you don't take this kid, you're yeah. an idiot. You know? Apparently, that's the word is, is good. At, and, and I'm changing my mind. Like, if I'm the Bears, I, I don't know. I go in another direction. Yeah. Because I can, I can recoup something for right for fields. I'm going to get a good good pick. I'm gonna, Although, it's surprising. You're not going to get near as much yeah, as you Yeah, third thought. round. Yeah. yeah. At best. And if you're Atlanta, by the way, why aren't you just prying that right now already? And that's why I think if you're the Jags, you absolutely have to sign Ridley. You've lost a third rounder. Just sign him and lose a second rounder. Yeah. Well, it's, yeah, I, I don't disagree. I mean, you can't. I mean, don't don't create holes on a roster that has a million holes already. Yeah. And that's what they have. They that's have fair. plenty of holes that they have to fill. And they're not going to listen when this when the when the dust settles on this puzzle, the 2024 puzzle, there's still going to be holes. First, and I, well, and, and, because we learned last year, and I will continue. We to, had holes where we didn't know we had them. That's and I the will problem. continue to tell you this, and I would never make the bet again. But um, and I'll be paying off the bets this week. Nice. But I, if they don't get themselves an edge rusher, man, they, just a more, just one more, another one yeah. that is. And if you're going to sit there, and if they, I, I swear to goodness, if they start selling me, well, you know, we're developing Yasir Abdullah, and I, I just can't, I can't do it. I, I, at this stage, I, I wanted to be aggressive, man. You have a window. That's what's so annoying about this year. We yeah. wasted a whole year. He didn't, at, and he knew it, and he even told us, we're not interested in getting better this offseason. We're just going to keep everyone together. They all but said that. We love our what locker an, room. What an arrogant, idiotic form. Not the best teams, Dan, don't do that. Yeah. The best teams in the league don't just, oh, we're going to run it back. We were 9-8 this year. And us, like guppies, we just ate it up. We just ate it up, and you, you're right. Never mind that we had to come from 17 down here and 13 down there and 17 down there. We just ate it up. Yeah, we're good. We don't need to add anything. But even us, even our naive eye knew we needed some more pass rushers. Even we knew that. For them to sit down there last offseason and do nothing, it's amazing, really. Well, let's grab a break. It's 9 o'clock nasty. I feel bad that we have to bring Lee into the nasty part yeah, of the program. Yeah, well, it happens. But, you know, he's going to have to deal with that. He can handle it. He can handle I've it. hung out with Lee. He, yeah. yeah, he'll be all right. He'll, he'll be fine. He'll bang through it. Okay. That's coming up next right here on The Drill. We're live at the beautiful, beautiful stadium court. It's palatial, some oh. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Gookin Nation. It's another hour with Duval's Big Dogs of Sports Media. Dan Hicken. Yes. Jeff Prosser. Blah, blah, freaking blah. And E to the T. E.T. is the GOAT producer. E.T. sticks that one in there. Dan, it's a good move. Good move. Solid move. You like that? I I I do. do. I love it. Love it. I love you, Dan. 
totally ticked with you right now. Very ticked. Very <laughs> bothered. Don't know what's going on there. I'm just going to stay out of it. I keep my relationships uh, yeah. independent of you I put do. it out there. You guys run hot and cold. I mean, one day we you're, do. Ba- you're backseat vazzing one day. The next day you're not talking. That's correct. And I don't know what's going on. It'd be like that sometimes. Leave it at that. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, we bring in the uh, executive director of the players. Oh. You know, big, big title. Um, and Lee Smith joins us. And, Lee, it's interesting. You know, we've been here for a succession of, of your position here. And, Hick, to my knowledge, the first one that wasn't here for a few years before moving up. No? Or am I missing one? See what I'm saying? No. Like, the people that have had your job have been here at tour offices, I feel like, most of the time. Oh, oh. You see what I'm saying? Like, Jared graduated up. Guys ah. graduated up from inside. And I'm wondering if that presents an extra challenge. Or first time I even write. Did I miss some guys relocating? <laughs> I wasn't paying attention, which is also possible. No, I think you're right. I, yeah. it, it, it certainly does present, uh, you know, maybe an extra <clears throat> level or an extra challenge. But at the same time, I do think it maybe brings a different perspective, yeah. uh, a different viewpoint. Um, one thing's for sure, I can beat all those guys at golf. So That's beautiful. true, and I, I can so, vouch for that. Yeah, yeah. There is I a, like that. Um, <laughs> so we don't have to worry about that part. Um, but, no, I, I think it's uh, it's been exciting having been here seven or eight months. The uh, pressure's starting to ramp up, and, mm-hmm. and uh, as, as Nick Dunlap said a couple weeks ago, pressure is a privilege, so certainly privileged to, to be here. It's amazing. This tournament – I don't know how to describe it. I describe it in this way. So I have a friend who came in the, you know, the 80s, and he came back, you know, 30 years later, and he was, like, just shocked at all the changes. And I always wonder how you can continue to make it better, but yet you guys seem to find just little tweaks along the way that just every year makes the fan experience that much better. Yeah, you know, I think how that's been done – Dan is is that we're not always just thinking 365 days in advance, right? We're thinking multiple years, right? Um, you know, for the for the core golfer, the the person that's been here many many years, they'll see some of those tweaks mm-hmm. with cart paths and mounding and some of that type of thing that we did during the off season this year. Uh, but for the person that maybe is here every other year, um, they may not notice, right? Um, there's uh, there's tweaks here and then there's some some sizable changes uh you know from year to year some inside the ropes some outside the ropes but we, always messing we were talking in aspects of hosting a golf tournament we were talking about in the break and we were talking about some other courses but i think what like you talked about in phoenix applies here and you now almost have to you know plan for and prepare a golf tournament for a certain segment of people who may not even watch a golf shot while they're here right they're coming for Food trucks and yeah. chalets and and friends and partying, right? I mean, it's um that it that's kind of become standard for for hosting a pro golf tournament. No, I think you have to. You know, look, you you <clears throat> maybe got three or four or five different audiences that you focus on, and the core golfer is one that uh, you know focuses a lot on inside the ropes. But yeah, uh, as those different target audiences, um, you know, get their due. It's outside the ropes uh, that they focus on. I mean, we've got a football stadium that has swimming pools, <laughs> right? Um, so always trying to create. That are you suggesting the that there are going to be pools at five? <laughs> hey, Dan. Not yet. Not yet. Not Dan, yet. Dan, ne- next year on seventeen T, <laughs> Tiesto, Tiesto's <laughs> <Yeah>. coming. <laughs> hey, uh, you, 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 you never heard know. It here first, you heard it. Here. <laughs> the, you the, know. <laughs> the the players, you know, it's not lip service. They really do look at this tournament as their their club championship, so to speak. I mean, it really is that the it's the bell cow event on tour. It's uh, it ramps up pressure like a major does, and these guys, I think, look at at 
at potential players' wins as, you know, on the same line as a major championship. Absolutely. I mean, uh, you know, when you have uh, the largest purse in PGA Tour history. What are we up to um, this year, by the way, boys? Oh, God. How much? 25. Oof. What does the first place get? Four million? Yeah, that's good work if you can get it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Poor Phil. <laughs> Poor baby. Not here for that. Don't do it. So sorry. Don't do it. It's a long way from uh, my first one. Was here locally, by the way, in the John players. John Mahaffey in the, won it. Hey, hey, Hick. I, Shout I, out I, to I can John guarantee Mahaffey. you this. I can guarantee you this. Here locally, yeah. when we get to the fourth round of the players and they're coming down the stretch, yeah. t- local TV won't cut away for an infomercial. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm pretty right. sure the PGA right. Tour will play the conclusion okay. and you won't watch, you know, right. some book club. Cooking show. Cooking, cooking, show. Info, yeah, cooking show, show or some nonsense. So there you go. They're mm-hmm. growing the game mm-hmm. is what we're doing, Nick. Mm-hmm. Growing the infomercial business, apparently. Uh. <laughs> anyway, this is a track. This is a – what I love about this tournament is that any style of golfer <clears> – <throat> Can win here with four great. We've seen games, it, right? We've seen short seen, hitters. Yeah. And that's the faders. To me, and that's one of the great. You know, that tells me how great the course is, the challenge here, and the, the, the pressure and everything. But don't you agree? I mean, it's just it's why if you're in this field, you got a chance, man. Well, 100 percent for you know for many many years, the the tour player shaped every shot. You right. looked at the shape of the hole, and and you shaped every shot, mm-hmm. and and that's where this golf course, uh, you know, was built around. The the new fangled golfer, um, if they hit it left to right, they always hit it left to right. Mm-hmm. Um, but it still just doesn't favor anyone, um, as you've seen. Like you say, short hitters, long hitters, right to left, left to right, low high, um, putters, drivers, all of that type of thing. Man. And hey, we've never had a back to back champion. Isn't that amazing? How about that? In that, Fifty years. That is just. Uh, and we've had some crazy. big names win too. Well, we've had a variety, as he said. But one thing else about this, you walk down this line, buddy, you see a lot of Hall of Fame. Oh yeah. You know, Hall of Fame. I mean, the you think of the best players to play in one of our generations: Jack and Tiger and Rory, Jody Mudd. John Mahaffey. John Mahaffey. Craig Perks. Perks. First ballot guys. You know, you got to be a smart aleck, don't you? No, I just, (laughs) I I was thinking about Jody today. You know, pumping up these, you know, the elite of the elite. They know the great ones have won here. Eldrick won here. Yeah, hey, I call him Tiger. Yeah. The resume is not complete unless you have a player's championship. Correct. Best way to put it. I think it matters. I mean, it really does. I mean, we sold it, and the the tournament tried to sell it, like, back, I'm going back 30 years. That's the fifth major. You know, we don't need silly designations like that, but for sure, if you went to these guys, and that that, that paycheck is appealing. Yeah. $25 million makes I think we've learned that the golfers care about the paychecks <laughs> even more than we may have thought, right? So that that, uh, that $4 million suit your world. The move to March, I'm sure you're constantly, I mean, it, it's here probably for the for the long term, but that transition back, everything, it's been a few years now probably, but that's uh, ultimately where we like being on the schedule. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, the the – ecosystem that we like to live in from golf events yeah certainly to have that first one of the year in march and and really kick off the season and then have the, the playoffs uh kind of in the season there at uh in late august is a perfect spot for the players championship to be i mean similar to a daytona 500 type of thing yeah. in a in another sport have, yep. the, have the super bowl kick off the season uh, all right lastly any any post-it notes you want to let the listening audience know about whether it's parking or tickets and availabilities or just any of the you know, the day-to-day on what to expect here. And are we five weeks? Is it that close? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I, no, I, I probably, uh, obviously, tickets on sale opening weekend, uh, Friday, Saturday, Sunday is always an important way for us to expand the week of the players for, okay. the, for the community. Fan shop open 
17th hole challenge open, mm -hmm. uh, free of charge. Parking is available in the main parking lot. Okay. So we'd love to see more and more people come out for that opening yeah. weekend, and we continue to expand it. All right, perfect. It's great to see you. Absolutely. Yeah, thank you, Lee. Good, good, yeah. good luck out there today, yeah. guys. Yeah, thank you, man. Yeah. You got it. it. <laughs> I'll see work. you out there. I'll be watching. <laughs> we'll, uh, and we'll, we'll get you through this madhouse, and we'll play. How about you that? You got it. Sounds Absolutely. good. All right, Sounds that's good. great. That's thank Lee you. Smith, executive director of the players. Uh, the tournament position for another – you know, terrific year of just yeah. showcasing first the best in the sports, uh, the PGA Tour itself, our area, so many, uh, so many um, great aspects of what this golf tournament brings. So uh, why don't we sneak away? We'll come back. We'll wrap it up. You're listening to The Drill. It's the Monday Morning Quarterback at WorcemanOnly.com. <laughs> Like I said, about Super Bowl 58 by the numbers. Yeah. What do you think the lowest price of a Super Bowl 58 ticket is right now on the resale market? The lowest priced resale ticket right now of the Super Bowl. I would say. Like if you went online, hey, I want to go to the Super Bowl. Let me go to StubHub. Well, how yeah, much is it? $2,500. Yeah. $8,586. Yeah, it's ridiculous. I mean, Corporate America. The Super Bowl's always been that way, and now it's it's beyond, you know, whatever. It's 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 – it's very tough, and it's it's going to be the one unfortunate thing for us when we one day make the Super Bowl. You're going to have to yeah, have this reality a connection of, yeah, to be able to it. get yeah. tickets to. Yeah, 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 yeah. Put your you whole know, self you, in hock to go, and well, especially yeah. if you lose. Man, you think about your you think about your, yeah. That's 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 over. Man, the, the, I hate to say this because what we do, mm -hmm. and we've been very fortunate to go to more games than the living souls should be ever allowed to do. But mm -hmm. the whole thing is a little bit overrated to me. Like, well, if your team is in the Super Bowl, like, is it worth paying the – it depends on who you're going with, what your life off, stage is. First off, Vegas makes everything more expensive. I, I mean, listen, it depends. Vegas used what, to be cheap. It depends what your, you know, threshold is, but I don't think it's overrated. Like, if you're – I mean, if your team is in the Super Bowl, I would like to go – like, I'd, li I'd like to go out there on a Thursday night, Thursday, be there Thursday, Friday, Saturday, game Sunday, come back Monday. I think that would be – the hype, the excitement, the Duval. The, I guess I'm. I guess. You know, I guess. I guess I'm. That's fair. Let me amend that statement. Yeah. There's a fifty percent chance of it being miserable, dude. Sure, there is. If you lose the game, absolutely, it, it's beyond being overhyped. It was totally not worth it if you lose the game. I, I mean, to me at least. Yeah. I, I've been with that. I've been to the wins and the losses, and you're right. Yeah. When you're there and they win and you revel and you just live in a for euphoria for another, yeah. you know, 24 hours. But yeah. when you lose, you just want to just – I just want to go home. Yeah. Right? And, oh, yeah. And, and then that price tag comes into play a little bit, right? A little well, bit of buyer's remorse. Well, it comes into play no matter what because you're going to be paying for it for a while. That's but. ridiculous, by the way, but whatever. Yeah. In the NFL, it's all about the money. You see the Jags – You're almost move. better off – um, honestly, and it's it is the Super Bowl, so I get it. But it's for sheer excitement. Yeah, championship. It's better game. to go to the championship yeah. or the playoff games yeah. if you can. Yeah, that, like going to Kansas City last year, and 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 we were all in that one sports bar. Uh, that was awesome. Yeah, that was so much yeah. fun. And there was all Jacksonville people in the Kansas City sports bar, and it was the place to be. And, yeah, and the next day, the game and the hype and that 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 to me probably would be more fun if you want to get. 
in terms of your dollar that you're spending than going to the – and you can get tickets. I remember, like, shoot, I remember in 17, we, I've told this story before, but my son, my older son, he and his buddies, they got tickets because Pittsburgh was convinced they were playing New England the following weekend – those tickets were – they got tickets for 100 bucks. Yeah. At, at, in Pittsburgh at yeah, Heinz Field. they're just trying to get rid of them. Yeah, and so they – and they, you know, and they flew up there for nothing because they flew on one of these, yeah, you know, yeah. bootleg airlines, and they flew into Latrobe <laughs> instead, of, <laughs> instead of Pittsburgh and drove over. And, you know, they did it all and found a place to stay. They did it all for, you know, four, three, four, five hundred bucks. Yeah. I mean, that's – That's different. That's different. Yeah, but dude, that's, that's – but that's a great trip when because when you're young, those are different. As now. opposed that's, to that's as opposed fair. to saying, that's why, "All right, I need twenty thousand dollars here if I'm going to do this." It's also program. why I qualified that we've done so. I you know I've done a thousand of these, so yeah. I don't mean to. I don't want to be that guy that like going to a Super Bowl is no fun. I'm not right. saying that. I'm just no. saying with that, if you can't go, at least know that you're not spending all that money. No, like you know for, what I mean. And, and you got to remember too, for fans, I mean, like. Going to the ESPN where they're broadcasting outside the stadium yeah. and, and walking around the NFL fan experience yeah. with Jaguar yeah. stuff everywhere. And That's fun. Getting the, the, the memorabilia with Jaguar Super Bowl jersey or whatever. I mean, all that is just makes it, makes it uh, you know, running up to the chicken ranch. I mean, all those things make it fun. <laughs> I'm not. I think it's the bunny ranch, what? and I'm not going. So <laughs> the chicken ranch you just sent us to. I, e, I, did you give me any info on Killer Mike? Uh, yeah, I stand corrected. I, I was today years old when I learned that his his name is actually Killer Mike. I've always okay. I thought it was, Killer. but I didn't want to correct you because you know the culture uh-huh. better than I. Doesn't uh-huh. Killer mean he literally kills people? Not or necessarily. No? This okay. is a, actually right. Killer Mike was on. Like for example, Killer Mike made an appearance with uh, that Bill. A Mar guy recently. Okay, to where they were talking of all kinds of politics. Well, Killer Mike's a big duty. One like yeah. Grammy, a couple he, of them. But he got arrested too. Do we know what he got arrested for? I've he asked. Got into an altercation. He got into an yeah. altercation with a security guard. Apparently, Killer Mike he put his hands on somebody, and uh, you just can't do that. Yeah. Now I yeah. don't know what was the reason if somebody put his hands on, or if they put their hands on him first, and yeah. he retaliated because you know for every action there's an equal opposite reaction. But hey, that's mm-hmm. probably what happened. Yeah. So uh, the security guard called the police. Somebody called the police. Somebody though. called the popo. They had the video, and then they looked at the video, and that was enough to arrest Killer Mike. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And I mean, he went out. He wasn't like he wasn't fighting or doing no. anything. So hey. no, he they cuffed him up though. Uh, not yeah. cuffed him up. They cuffed him. Yeah, they cuffed and him. took him took him away. The man is three did. Grammys. But he did win. <laughs> he had three Grammys in yeah. tow. <laughs> <laughs> On a scale of one to ten, with yes. one being least excited and ten being most excited, mm-hmm. your anticipation meter now that the forty-three game UFL schedule has been released this morning. Forty-three game what? UFL schedule. UFL. One being them? the what excited? Yeah. How one being the least and ten being the most? Are you Zero. twelve? Thirteen? Zero. Fourteen. Won't watch a lick. Don't care. Did you ever see the commercial I was talking about and how disingenuous it is? No. Where they use the real live, you know. Like, no. if I have, I haven't paid attention. You know, where Scott Van Pelt is saying, this is the most exciting spring uh, development I'm ever. I'm not, listen. UFL. A lot of people don't know. They have combined the XFL and the yeah. USFL. Do you know that? I did know that. Okay, good. But I don't care. Oh, and, and I'm, well, that's and listen. Too bad. I don't either. I've tried. Yeah, every well, year yeah, I try. Yeah, every year you sit I do. there and every year I tell uh, you, you're no, right. you're not. No, no we don't I watch know. it. We don't I care. Know. And it's on all, it'll be on all the time. Yeah, I, I just, will say this. I don't care, but I do I do watch just a little bit. Yeah, yeah I, I mean, I, every once in a while, I'll just put it on there for I a little like while. The, 
I don't know if I, I don't. I love football. I love it, and I miss it. And Reality Sunday was yesterday, and I missed the game desperately. But I don't mind the break from it either. I love I love other sports. Yeah, I hear you. It's you just, know, we're this baseball. Just not, it just, we're baseball guys. It's though, all about so. the name, man. You got it. Yeah, because I yeah I would much rather watch the Braves who, who who start about the exact. For those that are interested in the UFL, mm-hmm. it'll start on March thirtieth. Yeah, a lot of yeah. excitement. Birmingham and Arlington. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't. Bobby, Bobby Stoops going there. Bobby I mean, Stoops. yeah, yeah. They had so you don't want me to read the five key takeaways from the no. schedule release? No, they had fifty-five. 000. What about what to expect from the? No, no, they had fifty-five thousand people at the Pro Bowl flag football game. I'll look up at a US, uh, UFL, UFL game, and there'll be like three hundred people. Hmm. I just can't do it. Yeah, maybe more than three hundred, but yeah, your point is yeah, fair. Yeah. I, it's just you know what? At the end of the day, sports in this country are are driven by one thing, bro. One thing. What's that? Name value. Name value. Got to know the. Got to know who you're watching. Got to know what you're watching. If you turn on a UFL, you can be a big time NFL fan, and there's half of starting lineups of teams that you know you watch all the time that you wouldn't recognize the name. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Go to the UFL where you know who the quarterbacks are, the receivers. Right. You can only get so excited about, like, you know, oh, Josh Gordon's trying to come back, or Le'Veon Bell's going to play for Memphis. You can only get so excited about the the retreads or the third-string-level quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't work, man. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What, um, who do you think – if Caleb Williams goes to the Chicago Bears with the first pick, who do you think will be the second pick? Is it Drake May or would you take Jay? Who would you take? Who's got the second pick? Uh, Washington? Washington and New England. They're both going to take quarterbacks. Yeah, I was just saying, which of the two would I take? Yeah, who would you take? I think I'd take Jaden Daniels. That's a really good question. I'm still afraid of, you know, I'm afraid of Jaden Daniels and what he is in the league. I just Why? Am. I, because they're never as good as they seem. Jaden Daniels is Better than Lamar was. Exhibit A, though, like in college last year at this time, we were ready to put Jalen Hurts in the Pro Bowl every year. Now yeah. you wonder is he going to keep the job? Already? Do you know what Jalen Hurts' numbers were this year? They weren't great. This, he had a passer rating under ninety. He had, it's yeah. just I, if they're not running, they're not. And I just don't in the NFL. I just I don't. I, I look. I would take if you're telling me if I'm watching that I'm getting Lamar. Then yes, I'll take Jaden Dick. I don't know if that's I, what I'm getting. I think we're almost at the point now in the NFL where they want the athlete, according The ability to run is yeah. one thing. Yeah. The run first. No, no, no. You know, and no, I don't no, know if that's no. Jaden Daniels either. I'm not saying that that is, but, but he's, again, whenever you're a better, when you're more dangerous as a runner than a thrower, yeah. I, don't think I don't think that matters in college. I think it matters in the NFL. I think, you know, if you're more dangerous as a thrower, but you can run, see Josh Allen, see Patrick Mahomes. Right. But when you're Hurts and Lamar, now Hurts has made a Super Bowl. Right. But I just, isn't Hurts the, but you're saying he's more a Lamar runner. And I know what he did against Florida, and the Gators were so bad that night. I can't take anything from that. But right. I, he ran through Bama as well. That NFL. And Jaden Daniels this year threw for 3,800 yards, completed 72% okay. of his passes, All threw right. 40 touchdowns, and had four picks. All right, that's fair. I mean, had a that's rating right. of 208. I then you, yeah. Yeah. I, I just, that's better than I would have thought. Yeah, that's I just why. don't. All right, but okay. Well, then it's Jane, then Jane Daniels should be second. That's he's a better he has better passing numbers than Drake May. So why is it Drake May gets well probably neighbors and that that receiving core he's had for one thing. Okay, you know, well they, Joe Burrow's doing pretty well. He had Chase and JJ. Well, I mean, I don't 
Yeah. There's like the, the, totally different types. The thing is, of- when you break them down, there's always a point counterpoint. Like Mac Jones had great receivers, and he hasn't done well as well in the NFL. Jane Daniels had great receivers. We'll see. Uh, uh, Joe Burrow had great receivers. You know, you just don't know. Point counterpoint. It's a, in the end, it's a guessing game. Yeah, I it's think a guessing game. I, I'm so con- I'm still really concerned. Although there are guys in the league that are refuting that. Like I'm always worried about a runner first. He gets to the NFL and everyone's running a quarter second faster, and you can't do what you do. But mm-hmm. Josh Allen, Lamar, and Hurts, I all keep doing it. Yeah. So, yeah, boy, I don't. You know, it, this helps. It helps that I mean I'm not all juiced about Drake May. Maybe y'all. I'm are. not either. Yeah. So I, I mean I, I'll happily take Jaden Daniels. There. At least I know he can be a yeah. You exciting. Know, exciting. It's yeah. kind of like RG three. That's yeah. who you're getting. Oh, RG three yeah. numbers and he can run. Yeah. So yeah, they went down that RG three path one time. Et, you want to see what's trending? Let's do it. All right. Well. Training is brought to you by Pet Paradise. Let's go. Uh, Training is a great partner here for so many of our local uh, endeavors and a great partner for you when it comes time for your pet to be taken care of. They're man's best friend, and you want them treated as such. So from the climate-controlled suites to the bone-shaped pool to all the services in one easy, convenient, modern location, and there are eight of those around town, but from grooming, veterinary care, New Day Veterinary Care, uh, long-term play dates, overnight boarding, drop-off and pick-up 24 hours open by the airport. Go to Pet Paradise for all of your pet care providing needs. Number five. Hey, gentlemen, y'all remember old Joe Exotic? Yes. Sure. Still in the Hooskow last hey, I checked. He's still in the Hooskow, and he's pleading. He's been pleading to Courtney uh, Kardashian to, uh, to have his sister Kim Kardashian to get him out of what he describes as this hellhole. Because apparently yes. Kim, you know, she has that ability and that authority to, to, to get does. folks out the hooshka. Let, let me tell you how Kim Kardashian rolls. Uh-huh, uh-huh. She don't buy time with the Joe Exotic, okay? <laughs> Kim no. will go find some, you know, yeah. bus driver who was put in jail for That's a crime correct. he didn't commit. That's correct. She's not loading up with this <laughs> psychopath. Right. So, yeah. And Joe Exotic, I don't know if he belongs in jail. Probably not at this point. But Joe tried everything. I thought Joe Exotic was dying, by the way. Wasn't that his last plea? I want to get out because I got some cancer or something. Yeah, Apparently yeah, that wasn't true. Joe going to say whatever it is so he could get yeah. out. I don't know if Joe should be in jail this long, to be yeah. honest. I watched his show. Whatever Joe did, I'm not sure he should still be in jail. You throw Joe in jail for a couple years, but I, I, you know, it ain't like he murdered anyone he. I, I got like it. that Carol Baskin. We all know she murdered her husband. Oh, we Carol Baskin was not a good person. Fed him to the Tigers. Yeah, yeah she did. Number four. Number four. Hygiene habits reportedly lead to woman's divorcing her hus- hubby. Ooh. Oh man, she stays. You're at, stinky. Oh man, she stinky stays guy. At, Don't be that guy. She mm, states that her good. hubby did not shower regularly. Mm-hmm. He wore the same pair of clothes for an extended periods of time, and okay. he ne- he neglected his hygiene by not brushing his teeth. About maybe Ooh. once or twice a week. You can't do that. Yeah, that's not good. Yeah, that's you not can't good. do that, man. Don't be that guy. Don't, be, don't that be that guy. guy. Number three. Vegas <laughs> is expecting about a thousand plus private jets. Okay. Man, uh, for uh, Super Bowl weekend. Man, I love oh, being yeah. in Vegas this weekend, boy. I hey, know whoa. you would. Woo, woo. Niners defensive back Emmanuel Valorant and uh, arrested at third day night at about 4 a.m. Go ahead. <laughs> Number two. Feel good story. He's putting you in jail with Killer Mike. He is, man. He is, man. Teddy Bridgewater. A lot of people. Yeah, I like this story. Yeah, he was on um, the Detroit Lions roster, 
And there's, yeah. there was a video surfacing after the game, after the tough loss the Lions suffered, of him and his head coach, Dan Campbell. Well, um, Teddy Bridgewater will now be the head coach at his alma mater, Northwestern. Yeah, Miami Northwestern. Mm-hmm. Teddy it's a proud program, isn't it? Teddy Bridgewater could have went out and probably made another $5 million next year have. as a backup quarterback. And, uh, but a lot of people love Teddy Bridgewater. I think he'll do a great job at Miami Northwestern. I think so, too. The Shout out. Uh-huh. Yep. No, you know, another little pipeline to Torian Hayes. Was he from there? Was that his name? No. Remember that? You're thinking of... Um, What's that guy's name? Torian Charles. Yes. Is that where he was from, Northwestern? Yes. Yeah. A little pipeline to Louisville, too, maybe, you know? Um, and oh, like, yeah. like Jeff Good said, that's a, that's a proud program over there in uh, oh, yeah. Miami, Northwestern. Oh, yeah. Number one. And the number one trending topic, as we've mentioned a couple of times, Killer Mike was a big winner last night at the Grammys, or whenever the Grammys was, I don't know. As he took Last home, night. as he took yeah. home uh, the, the the best rap rap song, best rap yeah. album, and top rap performance, yeah. but he also oh. went home in a pair of handcuffs. Come on, Killer Mike! Yeah. Come on, Killer Mike! It was Mike. the best of times. It, it was, was the, the worst, worst of times, times. for sure. Uh, that's what's trending. Well done, E. Can I uh, add this in? Yeah, please do. Did you see this story over the weekend? You know that technically the, the college football playoff field is going up to twelve next year, right? Yes. But it's also the last year of the playoff deal between the conferences and and the networks. Okay. And there seems to be a lot of thought mm-hmm. that the SEC Big Ten will say, y'all have fun, we're going to do our own thing. Yeah. And shock me. Would it, would it bother you? Probably not. Do you think anyone outside of the Big Ten or SEC is going to win the yes. national title in the next 10 years? Yes. Who? I don't know. But someone. Yeah. Yeah. I say yes. I don't know. Now, sure I ultimately – Ten years if it goes. I'm not sure I would anymore. Thirty teams in the SEC and thirty. Listen, the bigger issue is when the Big Ten and the SEC get together. They need to. Cha- we need to change college football and get it right. It's it's a. It's that's a, what the commissioners are saying. Yeah, it's a train. And that's what they're saying. It's a joke. They're they're get rid of the NCAA. We'll let Tennessee and Virginia take care of that and fix it and get us a get us somebody to regulate and let's go. Let's make it a good sport again. Yeah, because it's it's ridiculous. Now. Well, the twelve team format is certainly going to make it a little less combustible for yep. sure. Yep. FSU fan can't kill you know Herb Street for ten years. All right, uh, E. Before we go to break, couldn't be any happier to, than to join the George Moore Chevrolet family. And and listen, uh, when we say family, we mean it. That's what they've treated me like so far. Anyway, uh, been by the showroom uh, already, and going back again right there off Atlantic. Boulevard, you can visit it and find out exactly what I'm talking about. There's no pressure, just friendly help. And if you want a car, a truck, SUV, electric, pre-owned, you name it, George Moore Chevrolet has it. Um, thinking about becoming a truck guy, Pros, so we shall see what yeah, happens. Truck but Yeah. Uh, if you can't make it over to Atlantic Boulevard, it's no sweat. MooreChevy.com. This is easy to navigate as any site you could try. They got vehicles from sales to service to parts. It's never been more easy to use. So, uh Check out George Moore Chevrolet, and we'll be having more announcements uh, with them in the coming days. But just excited to pair up with them and and uh, here here on the drill. So thank you to George Moore Chevrolet. Let's take a break. Come back and uh, make the turn for home next. Now the two minute drill, brought to you by Tire Outlet. Tire Outlet is now hiring. Visit tireoutlet.com/careers. Equal opportunity employer. All right, let's introduce you to the uh, esteemed crew from Jaguars today. They follow us up here after uh, a Monday morning quarterback, DivorceMenOnly.com. Send it back to the studio with uh, Tony. Tony, how are we doing? Good morning, guys. 
How are we doing? What's we, what do we got coming up? We got, uh, obviously, Dempsey and I will have Mike DiRocco on, who was covering the Pro Bowl festivities here over the last week or so. So we'll check in with him from what he took away from any conversations he got to have with Josh Allen specifically uh, concerning that contract extension and when we might see that happen. We'll do that here in the 10 o'clock hour this morning. And our question of the day asking, assuming Trevor Lawrence eventually signs a long-term deal to remain in Jacksonville, what is the peak that the Jags will reach in T-Law's time with the team? Your options in the poll today, Super Bowl champs, AFC champs, play in the AFC championship game, or they have already peaked. Oof. Let's hope not. Let's hope not. I, I, would, I would not think that we've peaked. Yeah. I, I think that when all said and done, we look back on this year, at least I'd like to hope this. I'm not ready to give up on a franchise QB yet. I think the injuries will end up being a bigger story of the plateau than – Tony, make sure you tell D-Rock that, you know, thank you, thank you, thank you for those wonderful updates on the game yesterday <laughs> that he was able to tweet out. That was just wonderful. And, nor, and I, I wouldn't respond to him on Twitter because I hate media on media Twitter. So I, I would like media on media radio. Uh, yeah, but media on media radio, I feel like I can do. And so tell him that that was just yeah. thrilling when he told me that. Uh, you know, Jamar Chase just caught a 22-yard touchdown pass from C.J. Stroud. Okay. Well, Thank no. you. Thank that's, you, D-Rock. That's covering the event. That's what that is, Dan. <laughs> that's what he does. I mean, he had it dialed in is what he had. It. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I kid because I care. Have a great show, Tony. Thank you. All right. All right. So, th- that'll do it. We're uh, done. Yeah, we're out of time. Yeah. Um, this program is in the books. Soon be out of money. We're going to go out here and just uh, – Bet some cash. Oh, we're going to we're gonna take on this uh, stadium course like we're, you know, McElroy and yeah. Scheffler. Yeah. That's what's about to happen. Yeah. All right, that'll do it. I can't it. putt. I can't putt, Jeff, but I'm right here from six feet. I appreciate you all. We'll <laughs> see you tomorrow. Uh, this has been The Drill. It's been the Monday morning quarterback, divorcemanonly.com.